God damn, I love celery. <laughs> nobody's yeah. nobody's that I mean, eager about celery. That's so that's such <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I actually really like celery. It barely tastes like anything and it doesn't fill you at all. It tastes like dirty water. And I love dirty water. All right. It's like it's like I'm uh, crunching on uh, Belle Delphine's bath water. That's her name, right? Uh, yeah the uh, the bath water chick. Yeah, yeah. Want to make sure I didn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just name someone that I jerk off to. Oh come on, man! You could do better than that. Yeah, there's a lot. There, there, there's a lot of more economic people to jerk off to. That's what I'm saying. I don't jerk off to her. Oh, okay. It would have been weird if I mentioned someone that I did instead. Oh, like oh. I connected them. Oh, yeah, I misunderstood. Like you. Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tastes like Michael Deebs' bathwater, <laughs> which is already yeah. crunchy, to be fair. <laughs> that's that's atrocious. <laughs> I uh, I don't take baths actually. I, I'm anti bath. I've, I'm not a bath boy either. Yeah, a I'm a shower boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I, I. I don't shower. I. No. I'm just kidding. I shower every day. Uh, it's my rule. Every day. Yeah. I. Uh. I just uh, scrape my shelf myself with a uh, uh, broken shard of glass. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to be a little bit more natural about it. Like you scrape yourself with like a a piece of uh, bark. Or something. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I it's it's because I it's because I hate myself. It, it, it's cutting. It's not. Oh, it's not how buddy. I get there. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that's really sad. No. no. Hey, um, I, I've said this before, but this isn't therapy. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is a yeah. You're right. This is a place of business. So find a different forum to yeah. uh, to deal with that. Uh, you know, but deal with it. Also, go you. Good for you. <laughs> I agree. I didn't pay attention to anything. It that bodes well for the podcast so far is that yeah. I've already zoned out. Well, um, we haven't started yet, so you know. Yeah. We're we're yeah. mostly just uh fucking with the listener right now. Who? The listener. Um Yeah. Oh because I, I, I don't think the listeners are favored anymore because we, we keep giving them <laughs> less and less pre-show content. No, 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 we've given them a good solid five minutes before we start, you know? That's, I feel I feel I feel like we used to give them like ten or fifteen. Nah, we gave them ten at the very most, but I'll you tell know. you what we should do. We should give the listener uh an hour and a half to three hours <laughs> and the the watcher can go fuck himself. Wow. Huh? The the huh? watcher the watcher has uh, not only been told off but also been gendered as a male. That's uh that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um I mean the watcher as a whole is male, but all the little <laughs> oh, okay. bits and pieces of the watcher are ladies because uh behind every successful man stop. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where you were gonna take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. that's sad that I knew where you're gonna take it and I didn't stop it soon enough, really. <laughs> you didn't you couldn't um, stop it really. Yeah, once once the train gets a rolling, I'm all right, the pain train a rolling. <laughs> Um, once thomas's tank engine starts choo-chooing once clarence thomas's right tank engine starts rolling (laughs) man Uh, my favorite thing about clarence thomas and there are so many things to like about clarence thomas 
is the the pubic hair and the coke thing uh i don't think i'm familiar with that one I, oh, it's, it's how he sexually harassed uh one of the ways he sexually harassed uh what's her name loretta lynch is that what it was <laughs> oh is now it? that you've said the name i feel like it can't be right it wasn't uh oh shoot yeah no i don't think it was loretta lynch it was somebody else i think but i'm also blanking on her name right now um it seems like it like like the name should be that though so <laughs> <laughs> it fits getting getting back uh, anita, anita hill it's anita hill there we go that, anita, that's the anita right hill. see yeah. uh, uh anita hill loretta lynch they're, they're all right. kind, of, kind of the same name <laughs> i I, I'm not seeing it. But <laughs> you just think all all African Americans in politics yeah. are the the same Jeez, person. Man. Yeah, Loretta Lynch. Jeez. I mean, uh, uh, I almost called her Anne Rice. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a Su- problematic Rice, sexist I, I doggo <laughs> today. Yeah, that's um, very very appropriate. Us, I, I meant Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza, actually, yeah, but, right. No, well, there's a couple of Rices uh, in the. Uh, and they all politics and they they all suck in so the, the politics in the jambalaya of politics <laughs> takes a lot I... to make us do <laughs> <laughs> all right john um go ahead uh-huh. and, and punch that motherfucking play button <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a it's a rare day when we can make it through that whole thing uninterrupted. Um, I, I did a, a cough at the start. Yeah, you were uh, you were actually still muted. So, fuck, got him. <laughs> <laughs> I anticipated something. Um, hello and welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, episode ninety seven. It is the twenty fourth of June, two thousand and twenty two. I am your host, Michael Debs. I am joined, as always, by co host and generally cool guy except for the giant plant in his face um danko suvin from the instagram handle at dank the luz also joined by john mckinnon from it is not muted can't hear anything at all (laughs) Mm. no you're just bad at broadcasting Mm, no it's all live on my end Mm. here let's uh I'm going to go on to YouTube.com. I think it might be you. From Yeah, it is. not muted. It is uh, It is her. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's her. You know, she, she you gets, should, you she gets beat her one up. over on me when I accidentally muted myself that one time, and she just thinks that I can't run a fucking broadcast anymore. And, well, John, don't think I didn't notice that you immediately jumped to her side of things. Uh, yeah, it's just that I'm hoping that she'll fire you. <laughs> Yeah, she can't fire me. <laughs> I mean, can't she though? Yeah, I guess probably. I don't know. It's it's possible. We haven't quite uh, figured out how the power structure works uh, there. Um, That'd be a good uh, good Benza Rehab Dungeon shirt. Uh, only only God can fire me. <laughs> only God can fire me. 
I'll, I'll make a mock-up for that later and run it by yeah. you boys. Um, uh, John, I don't think I introduced you. Uh, John, the producer, also with us. Uh, maybe, maybe also we call him Judas Iscariot from now on because he immediately you actually doxed me. him the first time, and he did betray you. Did How's that silver tasting, John? Uh, fucking <laughs> d- delicious. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, you can't. You can't put food on the table with loyalty. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. That's, that's the end. Always have a... we need to have. <laughs> Not every night can be the last supper. Cool. Wonderful. Uh, John, how are you doing? Let's uh, let's get the pleasantries out of the way. Oh man, I'm super disappointed. You know, I uh, yeah. I, I I I learned that up. The, the government uh, can uh, control what I can do with uh, my body. Oh, your, your I, body I, specifically. I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm nope. not allowed to throw myself uh, off of the highway overpass. It's absolutely illegal. That sucks, man. I'm sorry to yeah. hear that. Yeah, it sucks. Just just when you think it's, it's all your own, they, yeah, uh, then, they stop you from blocking traffic for like what two hours before they scrape you out the street yeah no and they put up signs and shit you know yeah that's fucked up uh and uh and danko how are you doing today sir let's let's put it this way the only thing that was keeping me going at this point was the idea that i might be healthy enough for uh, one to three years to continue cream pieing people. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Dark day for fans of cream pies, I guess. Yeah. And, how, how are you? You? How are you, Deebs? Uh, doing all right. Um, how are your cream pies? I yeah. Del- delicious. I don't know, man. I don't want to answer that question. Chat for Mike's cream pies. <laughs> I really don't want to answer that question. Uh, um, yeah, no, I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, the other day, I watched a movie um, called uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, s- some something about madness or some. I don't, it's I don't, um, I don't even the. Doctor Strange's uh, magic emporium. Yeah, Doc Doctor Strange's uh, goofy wild trip or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, real uh, real dog's ass of a movie. <laughs> 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 it's uh, it's really fun to watch a movie where all of the uh, all of the action is just people like holding their hands like this. And uh, and like beams of energy shooting back and forth with each other, but like like that's that's it. That's that's the entire like action scene is just like some dumb goofy hand movements, and then like ah, bah, the lasers, yeah. and then they just you know look into the camera and like grunt really loudly, like they're straining really hard because you know the magic takes a lot of I don't know focus you or gotta, something. You got to clench. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and then like it's, it's like it's like weightlifting. If you if you cast a spell uh, without clenching your abdominals, uh, you um, you shit your guts out. Right. Yeah. Um, did you not see the after credit scene of uh, <laughs> Doctor did. Strange's Wonder Emporium? <laughs> all the uh, <laughs> all the bins of uh, soiled underwear that they had to keep. <laughs> yeah. You, you actually you watch. 
You watch Smaug uh, fly in, uh, voiced also by Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, and he just shits blood all My over God. the fucking hobbits. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens. Um, also uh, notable about the movie is that all of the, uh, the powers are just kind of like made up as they go along. Oh, yeah. like i mean it's literally it's, it's magic though right yeah so, I mean, but it yeah. like just sucks because it, it's like, never like explained like what the parameters isn't... of their abilities are and they just kind of like yeah oh it'd be really convenient <laughs> if all of a sudden they could do this because we kind of yeah, like his, uh, into a corner here <laughs> is, isn't his superpower that he can just uh make reality wiggle or uh, yeah he's, he's a reality wiggler something like that i guess <laughs> i don't know man uh, anyways, don't recommend it. Bored out of my mind watching it. I was even playing a game, and I just kind of look, like look over and be like, "Oh, okay, they're still doing the uh, grunting into the camera while like I don't know wiggling, yeah, w- I, wiggling reality I or the, something." I thought the first one was passable. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was a an interesting sort of departure from the the standard yeah. Marvel movie, but um, not enough that just... it like was amazing or anything and this is just like who no. isn't it weird and wacky how there's multiple universes sort of stuff and, and no, don't watch it i i do cringe pretty hard every time i see that clip of uh of dr strange's third eye opening like mm. a literal third <laughs> eye that, yeah. that hurts to <clears throat> see that does not look good yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do remember specifically that moment. I was like, okay, cool. The movie's over. Oh man, why is there another scene? And then he walks outside, and then like, oh no, my eye, third eye is opening. Blah. Um. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just like a a thing they did, not not a not a plot point. That's worse. That's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how the movie ends, and I guess probably how they're gonna set up another Doctor Strange movie is like, what do I do with my crazy third eye? How cool um, would it be if if you had to see him with that horrible effect for an entire film? I that, that would that'd be, that, that'd be great. That's yeah. I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think um, maybe we'll instead of completing that movie, uh, they should cancel it before it's due. Uh, um, no, mm-hmm. I I think I I think I want to see doctor strange spray people with his brain pussy or whatever you were talking about <laughs> what they should do is uh is they should cancel it and um just make guillermo del toro's um mountains of madness movie that got canceled a thousand times yeah that, that's a real bummer um that would have been really a good one yeah <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and kick over just to a news article that I'd like us to look at. Uh, no, before we no, get no, 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 no. We're I know, not. I know I did promise that this news this be, week. Yeah. We cannot do news this week. I'm not going to do this. I, I know I did promise that this would just be a cool, chill hangout session for boys. But <sighs> there's there's a couple of news items I would like to look at. It's only 21 links in total, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> One one for uh, every uh, uh, kill myself. Uh, oh, is it is it supposed to be twenty one? I only have twenty. Oh, I might have miscounted. Find another link. Find another uh, link. No, no, no. I think I just miscounted. Um, <clears throat> so uh, uh, the Colorado River uh, states uh, that states which uh, the Colorado River feeds into. 
Uh, I believe there's four, like uh, seven, six, yeah. maybe. I thought it was I, six. I, I, but... I live near the Colorado River. Okay, yeah. So uh, how does that feel? Basically, the the entire yeah. southwest of the country uh, kind of relies on the Colorado River. Um, the Colorado River states need to drastically cut down their water usage ASAP, or the federal government will step in. We refuse. Yeah, I know Texas is already mm. going to be a problem. Thanks, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead and scroll down a little My... bit, though. My favorite thing about uh, about living in California, um, especially during like the years of 2017 until whenever, um, was that the first, well, apart from like a MAGA hat or something, the, the first sign that someone was conservative was invariably that they would walk up to you and start bitching about how they can't water their lawn as much as they want to. Yeah, which is like that's something always that's the first thing. Literally, never been enforced. Um, right? Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, mm. like, the, and, but like, they they all imagine that there's like some some evil meter maid that uh, that like is standing outside of their house specifically. Well, and here's checking their water usage. Why is because they have the mindset of the evil meter maid, right? <laughs> they, they are the meter maids that they want to fight uh, i mean this is the same thing about cops right like nobody better take away my guns or anything like that and i do agree with you know second amendment rights to to certain degrees uh but um meanwhile they'll they'll have like the mole on lab sticker on one side and the thin blue line sticker on the other side and it's like brother who do you think is going to take away your guns if all the guns are being taken away it's the people on one side of your your bumper sticker like series of derangements yeah. uh <laughs> so um and, and that's that's why these these conservative types always have this like uh, unmatched unhinged response to like the government is saying you should probably like water your lawn twice a week instead of every single day um is because they are the meter maids that they want to fight uh they're they're the yeah. kind of people who love that 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 extreme power that, that can be exerted over other people. Uh, they right. just don't They're like going to call the cops on you for having like an illegal barbecue in a park. Yeah, exactly. Um, so um, <clears throat> getting into the metrics of this, uh, during a U.S. Senate hearing on Western drought earlier this week, the commissioner for the Bureau of Reclamation told the states in the Colorado River Basin that they have 60 days to create an emergency plan to stop using between 2 and 4 million acre feet of water in the next year, or the agency will use its emergency authority to make the cuts itself. For context, the entire state of Arizona is allowed to use 2.8 million acre feet of Colorado River water each year. Um, so basically arizona falls into the middle of how like uh much we're supposed to cut uh collectively out of all the southwestern states um i forget exactly how many uh i looked it up and and uh today's been a wild day of uh i, I was telling the listener and, and you guys before uh the broadcast started but I had to rebuild the the link structure like five times today because new stuff just kept coming out and like I was like ah shit yeah this is also another thing I should talk about so um I, I think it's somewhere in the range of like 40 million uh uh people's worth worth of like water use essentially has to be cut uh from these four or six states um that's a lot of people see <clears throat> 
I I always think about uh, <clears throat> like these crazy ideas around like sci-fi uh not even sci-fi uh but but people who have these imagined futures of terraforming mars and shit or living in domes and it's like we can't uh use a river in the southwest without fucking ruining it like (laughs) uh, (laughs) i I mean like a a good episode for people to go back to if they want to see this kind of like cockamamie bullshit um uh like uh futurist sort of view of like a, a utopian society uh we we did one um called like places that aren't real but trying are trying to be i think it was like literally the um and shit yeah Yeah, where where we um, talked about like all the billionaire projects of like utopian societies and how just like fundamentally fucking dumb they are there's the crypto islands and shit like that or something or maybe that was like part two or something don't don't throw the the futurists (laughs) into this they at least have a sense of aesthetic taste (laughs) (laughs) that that would be a good meme uh society if uh the futurists were all thrown away (laughs) 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 just a bunch of dirt huts and people like actually living in harmony with nature wouldn't that be nice um so uh yeah uh 60 days to figure this out um I believe this was like uh, last week. Sometime this was announced. Um, so it uh, it's probably going to get kind of weird uh, for water usage uh, in the uh, the southwest. Um, we'll see how this works out. But uh, you know, I'm a fan of uh, getting away from this region, and uh, I hope to do that pretty soon. Uh, especially more more and more things like this are going to come down the pipeline. In my estimation. Gonna say the Midwest. Not so bad. Not so <laughs> you bad. Know, I always say West Coast, Best Coast, but maybe Midwest, Mid Best. Yeah, mi- Midwest <laughs> Coast, Mid to Best. Yeah. Um. Coast. Yeah. Cool. So that's that. Uh, I wanted to. I uh, wanted to talk about that for a moment. <clears throat> uh, did we lose John? Or I hope so. No, I'm I still think- here. I think oh, okay. he t- turned off his camera so he could do illegal drugs. Oh, not the illegal drugs again. <laughs> John. <laughs> I just I just had to to shoot up a uh, yeah. a, a whole uh, uh, oh uh, twenty bag of heroin. I Jesus think. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what, whatever the kids are calling it these days. Is that uh, is that in preparation for uh, the the next series of topics we're going to discuss? Yeah, yeah, I, I just want to be, you know, sedated. I mean, nothing nothing keeps you from ejaculating like a lot of heroin. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, chemically castrating yourself with heroin. I've <laughs> all been there. I mean. It's the only ethical solution at this point. <laughs> um Cool. It's a very uh, American solution. John, go ahead and go to the next link, which is, of course, going to be our main topic of the night, which is uh, the uh, the Supreme Court got a little goofy today. Um, I mean, it's been it's been pretty goofy for a while, and we'll talk about that later. But uh, one of the major things that it's been real goofy about. Um, <clears throat> uh, Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, ending right to abortion upheld for decades. Uh, if you want to go down to the uh, body of the article there. Um, 
Cool. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in a historic and far-reaching decision, U.S. Supreme Court officially reversed Roe v. Wade on Friday, declaring the constitutional right to abortion upheld for nearly half a century no longer exists. Writing for the court majority, Justice Samuel Alito said that the 1973 Roe ruling and repeated subsequent high court decisions reaffirming Roe must be overruled because they were egregiously wrong, the arguments exceptionally weak, and so damaging that they amounted to an abuse of judicial authority. Um, that's one so, of that's his, so goddamn cool. Yeah, one, one of his like, uh, uh, little little uh, tests for whether or not something, uh, something should be upheld <laughs> by the Supreme Court is whether or not it has the... Um, um, uh, traditional like historical precedent yeah, yeah traditional, traditional right. uh historical precedent uh in the u.s uh apparently um i don't know what uh 60 years <laughs> yeah ba- basically you know uh half a century in a country that's maybe like three centuries old um <laughs> right it's, that uh, i mean i mean that that really kind of shows you um I mean, again, it's it's obvious, but but how flimsy this whole like constructivist um, argument of, of, around law is, in the sense that, okay, so our goal is to view things based upon how they were viewed, uh, and how they were viewed necessarily dilutes over time. Yeah. Right. Like, so. What the fuck do you want? It, it also, <laughs> you know, it it sets a lot of really bad precedents on its own, of course. Um, yeah. and, and when I said this country is... Except for that thing about black people. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, which which uh, uh, Clarence Thomas wrote, uh, you know, his his little adjoining piece to, to the... Uh, uh, the... the um, uh, uh, what do they call it? The opinion or whatever. Uh, so, so there's the majority opinion, and then people can pitch in however they want. Uh, Clarence Thomas, you know, basically said also uh, all these other cases like you know marriage equality and and uh, right and uh, shoot, what's what's the other one? Um, like sodomy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically like your right. I mean, to there's privacy, a cascade of things. Your yeah. right to privacy in your home to do whatever weird stuff you like to do to to get off. Uh, yeah. basically that's all on the chopping block and then he was like pretty special special uh, uh to keep aside like oh but interracial marriage let's not touch that one because uh, he is of course in an interracial marriage himself um uh Kavanaugh uh, <laughs> of all people uh you know wrote his little uh, uh adjoining piece basically saying hey look yeah we're, we're overturning Roe but that doesn't mean these other things are necessarily on the chopping block uh, which is kind of like a softball way of saying, like, eh, on the fence, but, you know, let's not worry right. about that today. That'll probably be next year or something. Um, yep. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and then, you know, another precedent that it sets is, um, you know, I I don't know what new rights may need like, be affirmed later on in the future. <laughs> But uh, this basically says you can't have any new rights. It has to be part of something that's been pre-established for hundreds mm-hmm. of years. Uh, again, in a country, I said three uh, centuries, really like two point uh, two uh, centuries. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, seventeen seventy-five is when uh, is when uh, the, the the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence was signed. Um, 
or was it no it was well, 76 because 1775 well, when the, uh, yeah yeah well and uh isn't uh the constitution like the the government that we have now uh was like 12 years after that though right yeah yeah, yeah. No, it we took had like some time. confederation <laughs> like, like all sorts the, of shit yeah. so the, the formal yeah. government really didn't exist until like the turn of uh you know the the 1800s and uh <laughs> you know yeah no um, we, yeah because this, it's like this a... right that we've had for like a pretty decent chunk of our country's history is now being uh thrown away because it doesn't have enough of a traditional history about it i mean that's one of the really funny things is that so many of the people that uh that are <laughs> constructivists or, or like pretend to be or whatever who are like we need to have a very literal view of the constitution in order to make sure that uh the homos can't suck each other off in public or whatever um they're the same people eight out of 10 times uh, who love the, the articles of confederation. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or <laughs> like <laughs> it's state, it's state like, Oh, to what, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Well, well, no, but, but, but also like e even no, no, before I, that yeah. or like the federalist papers or, or anything like right, that, yeah, like there, there are people that don't, they want a decentralized government things like that. And I think there are arguments for some of that stuff. Um, but uh but yeah, it's really interesting that they're they love the Constitution, but really they'd rather have something else. <laughs> of course, yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all garbage. Um, as uh, Jessica points out in the chat, the Articles of Confederation was our first system of government, um, and then and then uh, they very quickly learned how uh, that didn't work, uh, which is where you get the Federalist uh, <laughs> papers coming in. Because um, you gotta fucking tax people and shit. Yeah, you you can't you just let everything uh, run itself um, because it turns out uh, uh, it doesn't run itself, and you have to. I mean, like you know, coming from this uh, uh, from the position of somebody who is more or less an anarchist, um, anarchism is really just about having a justified hierarchy. So you have the justified hierarchy of somebody collecting taxes and then doing like actual things that matter to the public, like creating road systems that work and are maintained properly and stuff like that. You can't just let that system, you know, figure itself out on its own, like anarcho-capitalists think it, it can because they're clown people and they don't actually like, they're all greedy, <laughs> selfish clown people who don't want the greater good to be upheld. They want their greed to be upheld. Yeah, we're, we're going, some, we won't need roads. Yeah. yeah, and somehow think that they're going to be one of the people owning a road. Well, right. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, we could go on a whole thing about anarcho-capitalists, and I think we have I'm, I'm meaning there. it right now, so. Oh, okay, well, good. Um, what was that? I said, okay, good. I'm glad you're memeing Sorry, it. Sorry, I, I, I can't, I can't, yeah, you're, you uh, can't I can't focus multitask. Right now because you're memeing, I yeah. get it. Huh? <laughs> you dog. Um, let's go ahead and uh, and and zoom on over to some of the uh, the responses to to this uh, ruling. Um, which is uh, this this first one is uh, Nancy Pelosi. I am personally overwhelmed. Um, Nancy Pelosi is a uh, um, she's gonna do something that's gonna change this whole situation. Um, oh, good. She, she's going to read a poem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Poetry can change the world, guys. Especially now, if it's... No, I'm not going to ruin it. 
I, I struggled on whether or not I should preface the poem with the information. No. no. Or should I tell people where this poem comes from afterwards? After. After. Okay. After. Okay. All right. No. Uh, John probably hasn't heard this, so he can't, he can't really vote on this. Um, uninformed voters, you know how they are. Uh, John, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I, I miss one day of the news and fucking... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you picked a hell of a day, son. <laughs> I, I woke up at like uh, 8.30 today because I had the day off and uh, I felt like I was hours behind. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. ...by this decision. From time to time, I quote this poem by Ehud Manor. She's never he's read an it Israeli. before. Uh, no, uh, actually, I met his she's wife when I've been in Israel. This is her go-to oh, poem. He says, yeah, I have no other country, even though my land is burning. Only a word in Hebrew penetrates my veins, my soul, with an aching body and with a hungry heart. Here is my home. I will not be silent, for my country has changed her face. My country has changed her face. I shall not give up on her. I shall remind her and sing into her ears until she opens her eyes. Clearly, we hope that the Supreme Court would open its eyes. I am per Okay. Um, so the, the context for that poem is it was written by a guy... Uh, 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 basically speaking in defense of Israel's invasion into Lebanon. Yeah, that's um, what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so her poem about the uh, the uh, the country changing its face and you can't recognize it anymore. Uh, the changing of the face that was happening uh, that this guy is lamenting is uh, one of the rare instances where the IDF uh, did war crimes and was actually held accountable for it. And that was just seen as unconscionable for, <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> so he writes this poem about how the country is just changing its face and uh, it's burning and and I have no other home. What am I to do? Um, yeah, she she's quoting somebody defending war crimes. Uh, so that's good. Um, we love a little fascist poetry. Yeah, By the way, Truncata Workshop, T-R-U-N-C-A-T. <laughs> So, so uh, that's that's one response. Um, maybe you would like to go to, and this isn't necessarily a response, but this uh, this happened on the same day, and uh, it's not like they didn't know what happened, but they passed this like a uh, really anemic uh, gun law uh, in in the house, um, and uh, and they decided to uh, to have a little sing along session while. Uh, literally Look, protests are happening in the background because of the, Mike, the Supreme Mike, Court decision. They're they're going to have extra background checks for people under 21. Yeah. Well, and that, that's if the states want to do that, though, right? Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it's I not going right. to do anything. And, you know, again, um, we, we will probably in the future have a more dedicated episode to gun control, but this, <clears> this ain't it. So uh, th this is them uh, cheering themselves on for... Um, Oh man, what is happening there? Um, uh, John? Yeah, this is the link that uh that no, no, you no, know, that, you're that, doing, that, John. That's an advertisement, but oof, uh, no, what a, what I don't an know. advertisement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is the episode where we teach everyone about female anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you look at this, 
I'm top, not going to do it. Top I can't, doctor, I can't keep doing this joke. Bizarre second technique versus type 2 diabetes, um, which some women have. You know, some yeah. women do have type two diabetes. So, do the spider veins come from what is this? The pancreas? I don't know. That's the that's the womb. Is that is that where varicose? What do you see here? my first time. The organs that you're looking at. Yeah, see that's the that's the vagina connecting into the the womb, and those are all the. The orgasm nerves. I didn't realize that the uh, oh. the uh, the vaginal yeah. tract had such like a sharp turn in it. It does. It does. <laughs> if hey, if if yeah. you guys were better endowed, maybe you yeah. know that all yeah. women's uh, vaginas have right angles <laughs> at the end. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hitting the back turn, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. So we have to get through this ad uh, muted so we don't have to hear whatever this is because I doubt a uh, 10 second technique reverses type 2 diabetes. Um, what well, I just want to know what they're going to put into uh, that hole. We also to, find to reverse out, the technique. Uh, YouTube oh. approved the ad, so it can't be YouTube bannable, right? Um, I yeah. mean, maybe we'll find out. Uh, so while, while, you're, uh, while you're getting us through this ad. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh man, yeah, that got oh. that got way worse. That's <laughs> that's that's really sexy. erotic. That's yeah, horrifying. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna skip it. It's um, boring. Okay, cool. Uh, so um, they they passed this really meager gun control bill. Um, doesn't really actually do very much. Very uh, symbolic victory, if anything. And uh, while protests are going on, because the Supreme Court did something that actually matters to people's lives, um. They they decide to have a little uh, pat on the back sing along session. Um, go ahead and play. It's my this favorite clip. thing about Democrats. Yeah. Very important yeah. messages, oh, yeah. and also ah. what you join them in acknowledging the activist. As you've all heard me say again and again, our inside maneuvering can only accomplish so much. It's the outside mobilization that makes all the difference in the world, and much of that mobilization has been spontaneous and organic, not organized by us but springing from the heartbreak of it all. I know that uh, I have a, a coin, a challenge coin, stand with Parkland. Stand with Parkland. And standing with Parkland, we stand with all of you, with all of you. And again, we will not rest until the job is done. And now, without voice or training, we are now going to sing God Bless America. So. Is is that just how like militarized American culture is that there's a challenge point for everything? I, I guess. Yep. I don't know, man. Uh could could you imagine being in like a, a, a veteran bar or something like that and somebody like slaps down a chant like nobody actually does that shit anymore anyways, right? Yeah. That's all like VFW shit that's died out like years and years ago because uh, all the veterans died out uh from Agent Orange and shit. Um but you know, um, could you imagine though, if if that that culture still remained, uh, and somebody slaps down their like, uh, I don't know, three star general challenge coin, and you slap down the Parkland shooter challenge coin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, sir, you owe me a drink. <laughs> um, well, I'm in the market for a new challenge coin now. Yeah. Uh, I know there's 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 three BFWs within driving distance of me. I heard uh, I heard you can get one from Nancy Pelosi if you. Uh, where, where's my beep button? 
<laughs> that's a button I need to add. Is is like just a, a censorship button. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead and play it. God bless America. Land that I love. Stand beside her. Yeah, let's just fucking like it, it. It was amusing at first, and then it just like every every second after just made me want to just scratch my eyes out. I think. Oh yeah. And uh, the Democrats can't tell me they don't have the money for this. I think anytime they they succeed in something like this, they should get a professional choir to sing it because I'm tired of hearing their <laughs> shitty voices. Uh, like at least make yeah. it good, you know. Like a soulful rendition of it sung by a real choir. Yeah, like I know that they have those like retirement uh community choirs, you know. Uh, but like nobody actually like goes to them, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> nobody wants to see a bunch of uh <clears throat> old rich people sing show tunes. Yeah. Right? Like um... three old people want to see that. <laughs> Yeah, there's, yeah, there's I guess probably actually true. some people that want to see that. Nancy actually. Pelosi wants to see that. <laughs> Let's. Uh, so, the listener, the viewer, might be asking themselves. I, I, I suspect many of them kind of understand and know. Um, how did we get to a point where this right that we've uh, essentially had for fifty years is now being overturned? By the Supreme Court, um, you know, you would think that something that's been around that long and has been accepted would have some precedent, would have some precedent, uh, but also maybe would have been like codified uh, through legislation in some way, uh, perhaps a a constitutional (laughs) amendment uh, to to Mm -hmm. grant this. You know, there's like, what, 24 um, amendments or something like that. Um, 25, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a constitutional scholar. I'm just a guy. But, you know, we we have all these amendments of the Constitution because uh, it's been recognized a couple of times. Um, And and this applies to. It's 33. Oh, it's 33. I guess they stuck a couple by me. Um... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's. um... Oh, wait. This is I'm stupid. Why do I see? Why does one list say thirty-three and one says twenty-seven? I don't What's know. Up with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a degree in constitutional law real quick. Yeah. I'll be right back. You know, it's twenty-seven. It's twenty-seven. Yeah, it's twenty-seven. Okay. I was um, like thirty-three doesn't make sense, but so uh, it's been recognized twenty-seven times that the Constitution didn't quite capture all the things that we needed to d- capture. Um, and, and this is something that, you know, this could be the 28th um, amendment for all I care. Um, 
notably uh, something like the Second Amendment, which is considered a constitutional right, uh, uh, is an amendment. Uh, so it's it's not really a constitutional right uh, as per like the founding fathers intent. It's something that was added on later. Um, for better or for worse, uh, there's some amendments that are that are pretty good, like the Fourth Amendment, uh, you know, unlawful search and seizure is a pretty cool one to to have uh you know ready for if the cops are trying to fuck with you uh they still do anyways and we'll talk about how they're basically immune to any kind of recourse uh in a lot of cases now but um <clears throat> there's there's never been any uh legislation offered to codify uh the the right to an abortion into law um so uh we have a, a president right now. Uh, the the president's name is Joseph Biden. Um, would you like to click what? on on the next link, John? <clears throat> uh, we don't need to watch the video or anything. Uh, just just go ahead and uh, look at the headline. Um, oh, there it is. <laughs> so so the headline of this article is uh, Biden voted to overturn Roe v. Wade in 1982, saying women don't have the sole right to say what happens to their bodies. Uh, the president had said in 1974 that he thought Roe v. Wade ruling went too far. Um, so, uh, you know, this is pretty early on after uh, uh, Roe v. Wade is, uh, uh, well, the ruling is made in Roe v. Wade. Um, which you know basically says yes, there there is a a right to an abortion. Um, <clears throat> so Biden Biden is uh, actually an old anti-abortionist, um, and the the Democratic Party is going to make this huge push to say that, well, if you vote more of us in, then you know this this right to abortion will be codified in some way. Uh, that's that's not really historically been the case, and uh, we'll, we'll look at a couple of other uh, key players in the Democratic Party and and how they've uh, addressed the abortion issue, and how basically what it's been is they kick the can down the road, uh, so it's something that they can continuously run on and say, "Hey, look, you know, you've got the sword of Damocles over you over there, and if you don't elect us, it'll start cutting you." Um, uh, it's it's very it's very similar to um, their response to things like the Iraq War, uh -huh. where of course they all fucking voted for it, yeah. and then afterwards, <laughs> because it was a you know a Republican president that was presiding over it, and that they all regret the choice or won't talk about it. You just know that we'll we'll never do anything like that again, even though they yeah. do it all the fucking time. Right. Yeah. Um. So that that was uh that that's old Joe Biden. Um, he he's actually had a pretty long history of being anti-abortion. The 2020 Joe Biden uh campaign in which he was all of a sudden this guy who's uh you know pro-abortion access uh, really can't be overstated how much of a fabrication that was. Um, re really just how much work uh activists unfortunately did in service of like uh redeeming his his public image. Um, when he didn't deserve his public image to be redeemed. And uh, I think it would be a mistake to see uh, his inaction on this issue, uh, you know, um, not not wanting to push for expansion of the Supreme Court, which, yeah, expansion is kind of just a Band-Aid to a greater issue of whether or not the Supreme Court should exist in the first place. Um Supreme Court historically has been used uh, to justify whatever atrocious thing the government is doing at the time. Uh, basically, like uh, the Supreme Court can be viewed as 
the uh, the U.S. government's lawyers and the way that we determine whether or not something is legal in this country is like, oh, no, 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 no. we checked with our lawyers and they said it's fine. Um, and there's like no actual judge in this situation that's saying, no, I think the lawyers <laughs> might be wrong. Uh, the the right. lawyers are the judges. Um, <clears throat> but go ahead and go to the next link, John. So uh, our, besides Biden, our, our most recent uh, presidential uh, or Democrat president, um, uh, he, he ran pretty strongly on this uh, this idea that he was going to push to codify Roe v. Wade. That was one of his major selling points is that, yes, we're finally going to do it. The Democratic Party has waited too long on this, and and we're going to get it done. We're not going to do the Bill Clinton, like, yeah, we'll fund some abortion programs, stuff like that sort of thing uh, that he did for a long time. This time it's real. This time we're going to do it. Uh, immediately after getting elected, um, he basically said, uh, uh, go down just a little bit, John. Uh, the Freedom of Choice Act is not my highest legislative priority. Uh, this is... Uh, uh, Obama got elected in 2008. This is him in 2009 when he actually takes office and is like actually able to do stuff. Um, so the Freedom of Choice Act is not my highest legislative priority, Obama said. The most important thing we can do is tamp down some of the anger surrounding the issue to focus on those areas we can agree on. Um, so uh, this that was a sharp departure from his comments and an address before Planned Parenthood in the summer of 2007. Uh, in which he said, uh, the first thing I will do as president is sign the Freedom of Choice Act, he said at the time. <laughs> so not even like a, a second order issue or or a, a very high priority issue. Uh, th this is what he was saying his first act as president would hopefully yeah. be. I mean, wasn't wasn't Biden's first act supposed to be canceling a shit ton of student debt? Like, wasn't right, that his, of what no, he no, said? No. Yeah, this, is, this is all the yeah. same thing where they, they run on an issue so they can get elected and it's it's just a fucking lie plain and simple um and, yeah. and it's something that they can keep again like i was saying as, as like the sword of damocles that they just kind of hang over you and they say hey if you don't keep electing us this thing's gonna fucking cut you and uh you don't want to get cut right so keep electing us and uh we'll we'll think about getting the sword removed one day but you know there's only so much we can do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty much the way that I uh, that I date is, uh, <laughs> is 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 I just tell girls, hey, so the moment you come back to my place, I'm not gonna fall asleep, and you're gonna come. <laughs> just the first thing we do is gonna be me not coming and falling asleep. And, and and you gotta think, uh, there's a lot of guys out there that will yeah. just fall asleep, and I'm not one of them though. Exactly, um, exactly. So and date and me, while not I... him. <laughs> I'm at least saying I'll do it. Um, yeah, or, or yeah. rather, won't do it. That's and and actually, that's the other thing is that once we start dating seriously, I just keep on. I you know I I I string them along by repeatedly telling them. I'll get the sword removed eventually. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and go to the next link, John. Um. Oh yeah, so so this is uh, another thing that that Obama did that was really cool. Is uh, after he was elected, uh, he basically said, uh, 
you know, first off, he said, eh, the Freedom of Choice Act is my highest legislative priority. And then uh, he gave a couple of speeches in which he said, yeah, we're going to we're going to try to reduce how many abortions happen. Uh, basically, uh, the the old neoliberal uh, it's it's individual responsibility sort of thing where we're going to, you know, tell you, hey, uh, don't fuck. Or if you do fuck, put a condom on and uh, that way we'll we'll reduce how many abortions are needed. Um, that sort of thing. So so that was kind of like the. Uh, his his way of appeasing anti-abortion activists was to say hey look yeah we're we're going to keep it legal but we're also going to try to reduce legal and rare is is something that's going to come up a, right. a couple of times in here um so uh, not only did did uh, obama kind of reverse himself on this issue but then he also started working hand in hand with uh, anti-abortion activists and and working to appease them uh, and mind you, the first two years of Obama's presidency, he could basically have done anything he fucking wanted to. Um, he had a oh, Democratic yeah. majority, uh, and people will argue with whether or not that was actually a thing or not, because a couple of Democrats got sick here and there. And it's like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> make them come in for a special session when they're better or something. There's lots of fucking things you can do. Um, make them come but, in sick. I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, I mean, and hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, John, uh, you're 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 holding a bottle of uh, whiskey. It looks like. Yeah, it's a what, celebration what it? for the 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 repeal of don't ask or not don't ask, don't, don't ask, don't ask. <laughs> of uh, the, abortion. The, the, no, it's the, a, the, the repeal of don't fuck, don't come. Yeah, don't don't, don't fuck, don't come. <laughs> uh what what's what's the whiskey uh wild turkey rare breed jesus christ oh. man You're so it's much a nice looking that. bottle for such a nightmare <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh li listener and viewer very sorry for john's uh behavior he's uh he's high on heroin that's yeah. true <laughs> check check between his toes next I, time everyone's checking his arms for track marks and I, yeah, i'm really I, sick I, of him getting away with this i, I put it right into uh, my eyelids that's yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so uh, th this uh, this little uh, snippet of an article that I linked, I should probably read. Um, the promise of the speech at Notre Dame was slowly smothered over the course of more than two years of staff work. Before the speech, a senior level policy process had already been established to carry out the president's vision of abortion reduction, a mandate the president gave the faith based initiative when he revamped it at the beginning of his term. The president charged the renamed White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships, the broader Domestic Policy Council. Uh, the Faith-Based Office is a part of the Domestic Policy Council and the White House Council on Women and Girls with taking on the effort. Um, it goes on about how this person was involved in that sort of shit. Uh, over the course of the initiative to reduce the need for abortion, we met with more than 100 leaders and advocacy groups, held dozens of internal meetings, and spent hundreds of hours on draft documents. The end goal was clear, create a set of common ground policies and administrative actions that move our politics beyond the zero-sum game of the culture wars and actually reduce abortion by addressing its root causes. Um, notably, one of the root causes uh, that was never identified was economic concerns, uh, which... which uh, we'll look into a little bit later but turns out to be like 75 percent of the reason people get abortions um again it was all uh yep. it was all just uh you know here's some sex ed courses wear condoms 
uh, you'll be fine. Which, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good idea to to reduce a, the need for abortions in in certain ways. Uh, but really, like the the biggest thing you could do to reduce the need for abortions is to make people's economic situations not miserable. Uh, yeah, like that's the that's the thing in the in the end, which is that yes, yes, people who are anti-abortion are are largely anti-abortion because they're misogynist but but the one of the bigger reasons that is uh kind of hiding behind that in a funny way like i don't know that a whole lot of people really realize that this is what's going on in their own heads though i thought i'm pretty confident about this is that people are anti-abortion because they're against like economic equality in general uh, and so you should just you should be able to suck it up and just fucking have a kid uh, if if it ends up happening. And also they're fucking nerds. They're dork ass nerds. Uh, and so the idea that someone would would have sex with someone else and produce uh, offspring or, or, or produce a pregnancy uh, that they didn't necessarily want or plan for is repulsive and terrifying to them, which boils down to this obsession with the personal responsibility, which is fundamentally economic, but, but comes from the fact that they're fucking nerds. They're yeah. fucking dorks that, that can't lay pie. Sorry, you, you ain't know, I, fucking. <laughs> I, 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 I think you're, I think you're overthinking it, Denko. I think of course they're, I that they're just, <laughs> they're just pregnancy fetishists, mm. you know? Yeah. All, all all anti-abortion people are into pregnant ladies. I have nothing to say about this. That's that's probably yep. true to a degree. Yep. Um, no. Go ahead and go to uh, uh, HCS. Uh, what about you, Danko? What you drinking? Uh, he's drinking a Bloody Mary like a fucking idiot. No, yeah. no, I finished my Bloody Mary, uh, oh. and now I'm drinking a Happy Place uh, beer by Third Space, a great uh, local Milwaukee brewery. Uh, as well as local business. Yeah, well, local breweries. It's the only kind of business I believe in. Uh, and I'm drinking this uh, Japanese whiskey that's actually from a very similar bottle to the one that uh, John had. So for some reason, I thought maybe he's drinking a Japanese whiskey and not something made of shit and piss. <laughs> uh, it's called Sensei, uh, and it's uh, only 40%, and it tastes like it's uh, 50%, and I don't know if I like it or not. Hmm. Let's see. Mm. It's fine. Cool. Uh, Luke Luke in the chat <laughs> says, uh, if your poor fucking is a hedonistic lux- luxury, you shouldn't be doing instead of working. Uh, yeah, Yo. kind of essentially. Um, <laughs> who who let a guy into the chat? Uh, we, we've got yeah. a couple of them in the chat, actually. <laughs> Excuse oh, me. Oh, man. Yeah. Does, I think, I think, the, I think the, the viewers become intersex. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Many, many such viewers. Uh, so uh, this is uh, w- one of uh, Hillary's early, earlier presidential runs. Uh, this is when she was actually running <laughs> uh, opposite of uh, Obama. Um, and, and uh, you know, uh, of course, because um, the, the Democratic mainstream can't view this in any other way than like aggrievement politics of, well, if Hillary won uh sort of shit we would have this right available to us which 
Um, We would have the right, but it still wouldn't be codified is probably the best I can put it. Um, So, you know, if if Hillary won during her racism arc, maybe we would (laughs) still have uh, have abortions for white people. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Um, So so this is uh, this is during a debate um, when when again, she she was kind of like contending against Obama for the uh, Democratic uh, 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 nomination. and uh the 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 uh, transcript i tried to find a video of it because i hate reading transcripts but uh th- this is from back in 2007 so nothing uh nothing exists from that period anymore on the internet uh except Thank for God. like all the worst posts you ever made that uh you know say the n-word or something um yeah just all the pictures of my butthole that i <laughs> yeah. turned into ascii's and then like back <laughs> that's the only thing that exists from uh 2007 on the internet anymore mm. um <clears throat> Uh, so uh, uh, she takes a, pre- a question from uh, a gentleman named uh, Reverend Joel C. Hunter, uh, Northland, a church distributed. Um, Hi, Senator Clinton. Abortion continues to be one of the most hurtful and divisive facts of our nation. I come from the part of the faith community that is very strongly pro-life. I know you're pro-choice, but you have indicated that you would like to reduce the number of abortions. Could you see yourself with millions of voters in a pro-life camp creating a common ground with the goal ultimately in mind of reducing the decisions for abortion to zero? Clinton, yes, yes. And that is what I've tried to uh, both talk about and reach out about over the last many years, going back really at least 15 years, and talking about abortion being safe, legal, and rare. And by rare, I mean rare. And it's been a challenge because the pro-life and pro-choice communities have not really been willing to find much common ground. And I think that this is a great failing on all of our parts, because for me, uh, there are many opportunities to assist young people in making responsible decisions. Uh, that, that break that I put in there uh, was applause, which Jesus Christ, people. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the, the idea that if old Hill Dog won in... Um, Who's posting on the Benzo Rehab Dungeon <laughs> account? Uh, oh. I'm pretty sure you're the only one who has access to no, that. No, you do. I don't think I do. Yeah, you do. You're, I don't you're on the Benzo Rehab YouTube account right now, John. Mm, unlikely. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, I'm not drinking distilled cat pee, by the way. He's drinking distilled cat yeah, pee. distilled yeah. cat pee. You're right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, again, uh, the the idea that uh, Clinton, if, if she had won in 2016, um, uh, you know, we, we would have a codified abortion uh right in in this uh, nation, really just not not fucking uh, it's fantasy. It it's fantasy. It's aggrievement yeah. politics of it was her turn sort of stuff. Um, uh, and you know, um people really like punching down on the voter base uh like well more of you or or like oh but her emails you couldn't vote for her because of her emails like that that's really like such a small subsect <laughs> of really online people that actually didn't vote for her over that that issue um yeah there are exactly two people like that and i i know both of them yeah it's me uh, and John. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, I, I didn't I, vote I actually, for her because she's a woman right uh, I, I actually was able to hold my nose enough to, to vote for Hillary. Um, and then uh, Biden was a different story because he's such an odious person. I couldn't do it. But 
uh, Hillary, Hillary won the popular vote. Um, so, you know, trying to put this on the voter base that, that she's, or that she lost because the voters didn't vote for her hard enough. Well, yeah, but only because the Democratic Party for like the last couple of decades has let the Republican Party redistrict everything and uh, renegotiate all the voting laws so that like the popular vote doesn't win um and it doesn't uh actually get you the presidency it's it's like this calculus that you have to do of, like making sure you get certain districts uh and uh certain states and stuff like that so um if anybody is to blame for hillary not winning in 2016 and thereby uh you know c creating this condition in which we no longer have like the the uh the the ability to 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 get an abortion uh again goes back to the democratic party and them allowing uh the the republican party who cares very much about political power who's always uh making sure that they deliver for their constituency um they they didn't fight back against any of this stuff in in all the ways that they should have they let the republicans run this and and so now we have a condition where uh, even though the republican party is the legislative minority they still run the fucking show because they've put all this work into actual political power in this country whereas the democrats have ceded it to them uh continually for for you know like two or three decades at the very least um yeah probably Since longer if you like really go into the weeds of it uh so you know hillary yeah, being it's... elected president wouldn't have fucking changed any of this it may may have just again as the the democratic party always does kick the can down the road uh until uh somebody came along that actually wanted to destroy the right which is what's happened now go ahead no no i i yeah no yes 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 no right. yes yes cool. no no what yes is... <laughs> oh, all right. what, what... uh what john what is going on with danko's screen uh it's fine on my end with my screen yeah, well, I guess like uh like I don't know, like you have like a suddenly a very dark shadow across. Oh, he's, he's looking stuff. He's oh, probably looking at porn or something and like he's Oh, well, I am watching yeah. porn, but I'm always watching porn during the podcast. <laughs> oh. A dark shadow? Yeah, no, mate, like it just uh, like I guess your your blur screen is like blurring part of your beard sometimes oh, or is something. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. Also it must be reiterated also the porn. that well, just... also must be reiterated that John is on a heavy dose of heroin right now. Yeah. True. True. <laughs> yeah. Why are you all shadow people? This usually just happens on methamphetamine. <laughs> um, go ahead and go to the uh, next link, John. Great, great when you mix those two. Oh, yeah. 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 Always good to put downers with downers. <laughs> methamphetamine uh, and heroin? Oh, I, I thought we were talking about booze and heroin, but never mind. Oh, <laughs> you know, my yeah. favorite mix is heroin with heroin. Well, yeah. I'm drinking heroin <laughs> infused booze. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And old, uh, old poppy tea. Yeah. And then later, later tonight, I'm going to eat a bunch of meth. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
like putting ketamine in one arm and speed in the other and seeing which one wins out. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, this is from May 3rd, 2017. Uh, and, uh, y- you know, we, we have to talk about other Democratic Party leaders and, and why maybe um, their uh, uh, unwillingness to do anything about this right for several years um has probably led to uh losing this right now today um nancy pelosi says democrats focus on abortion is hurting the party uh so go ahead and zoom in a little bit uh again this was in 2017 um and and this is kind of like uh when when they're doing the the post uh trump win triage and they're saying uh maybe it's Maybe it's the abortion stuff that we were focusing on that's a real problem and and not the fact oh. that we weren't offering anybody any kind of like material benefit uh, to voting for us or anything like that. Maybe it's this issue that they have uh, as a right uh, that we <laughs> go ahead. Well, like, like like I was saying, you know, with my dating life, hmm. because this episode about abortion should be entirely about my dating life. Right. Uh it's uh, when, you know, when, when I have a serious thing going with a woman, um, I just, uh, you know, and they complain about the fact that they never get to orgasm. I just tell them, you know, your obsession with this orgasm thing is really hurting our sex life. <laughs> yeah. You, you weren't focused on coming so much. Uh, yeah. I then like maybe be we'd be able Right. Uh, well, but, I mean, and and really, if one of us is happy, then yeah, you know, it's, it's you a should net, be happy for me, right? Uh, uh, well, th- this is like sex utilitarianism, right? As long as you know, yeah. there's there's a, a quantifiable amount of enjoyment that happened out of it. Um, yeah, I tell her, I tell her, do you not like voting for me? Yeah. So, so because... if, if, if you're at a hundred percent enjoyment and she's at like twenty five percent enjoyment, that's one hundred and twenty five percent enjoyment across the spectrum. Um, uh, yeah. HC in the chat uh, asked what I'm drinking. I'm drinking uh, 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 distilled cat piss. Yeah, yeah. distilled cat piss and uh, and cranberry juice. Um, no, it's, I mean it's, it's actually vodka, which is kind of like distilled cat piss, but you know. Well, better, yeah, better this is this is all Chinese medicine. This is uh, <laughs> it's ancient Chinese medicine. Uh, uh, cat it distilled cat piss and cranberry juice uh, cures urinary tract infections. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. For the ladies in the chat. <laughs> For the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Little BRD ladies night. Uh, Just splash so. some absolute vodka uh, around and uh, drink your cranberry juice. Uh, and, and Max in the chat says sex utilitarianism is a terrifying concept. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, going back to this article earlier this month, Senator Bernie Sanders and DNC head Tom Perez. And this is why uh, Bernie Sanders kind of sucks is because he hangs out with the DNC so much. Uh, and Tom Perez is just, wow, what a piece of work. Um, gave a unity tour uh, during which they suggested abortion rights were a disposable part of democratic ideology. Later, Sanders added that stumping for anti-choice candidates is the kind of thing Democrats need to do if we're going to become a 50-state party. Great fucking work, Bernie. You son of a gun. You guy. You guy I would have voted for, but man, have you made some fucking political missteps. Um, Isn't it funny that that guy is like the only chance in our lifetime at uh, any kind of like reasonable political leadership? 
Isn't that yeah, fucking and, and funny? He's still pretty sucks hard. Like he's he's like a yeah. barely left leaning centrist, uh, all things considered. Um, it fucking rules. It's, yeah, it makes me feel rules. good. It makes me feel really good. Go ahead and I go to really the good. next link, John. <laughs> Do you want the news summarized each morning for the CNN five things? Uh, so another reason that um, uh, maybe this uh, <laughs> this this party isn't uh, the the key to maintaining abortion rights is uh, Pelosi. Uh, you know, around the same time that she was talking about how abortion uh, as a uh, as a campaign uh, running topic um, is hurting the party. Uh, she also says, don't kick out anti-abortion Democrats from the party. Um, it, it, it's, uh, it's been a theory I've had for a while. And I, and I think uh -oh. I've probably expressed this theory a couple of times. Um, a lot of blame is pinned on Joe Manchin for, like, halting the Democratic Party's uh, quote-unquote agenda um what whatever that may be because it's really kind of vague what what they're actually aiming to do other than we're not the people who say you should be stabbed in the face um <laughs> so that's really like the only thing you're that, that they're giving you is like yeah we think uh if you get stabbed in the face it should be after we you know properly adjudicate it um we have to means test the face stabbing. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> if you've been face stabbed, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> but not if you're middle class. Yeah, not if you're middle class. Um, so uh you know, Ma mansion and and cinema to a degree kind of take the fall for uh being supposedly opposed to the Democratic Party's agenda. Um, I would wager that what's really happening is cinema is a BPD boss queen who doesn't really care about her uh, legacy and has probably been promised some money if she just like keeps being a goofy little, uh, goofy little gal for a while. Um, Manchin on the other hand is, uh, uh running a very shrewd political operation in my estimation, um, where he gets he's just in the family business of making money <laughs> right the family like... business of making money but but also uh you know he he gets to run uh counter he gets to run as a red democrat essentially right yeah. um and and he gets to foil the supposed democratic party's uh, aims and goals you know what somebody like joe biden says they want to do with the uh the infrastructure plan and and stuff like that uh he he gets to run counter to that uh, he gets to foil these plans all the time. He gets to to bear the like the the blame from the Democratic Party, which it really isn't his voter base uh, necessarily. Right. Um, so he so he bears that blame from the Democratic Party, and he uh, builds up his conservative constituency uh, in in his home state. So he's running a very shrewd political operation here, and uh, I would actually wager that um, what he's really doing. Also, on top of this, is gaining a bunch of uh, internal political favor with oh, yeah. a lot of yeah. Democrats who uh, would like to, uh, you know, come out as anti-abortion, but can't because the state that they're running in would be very against that. Right. Um, right. Well, like it's 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 funny because with how with how uh, uh, 
partisan and and all the fucking dumbass words that we use in order to say uh, uh, disagreeing uh, our politics are it it's still the reason that there's so much obsession with like well we all just need to learn how to like reach across the aisle and like why can't we all just get along and shit like that the reason that you always hear that from politicians is because they want it to look good when they do that (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Yeah. because because that's the that's the convenient thing to do is to just be a fucking fence sitting piece of shit that's like oh yeah the democrats love me because i have a d next to my name uh and the democrats that aren't democrats love me because they're i'm not a democrat either uh and the republicans <laughs> love me because i hate women <laughs> yeah essentially um yeah but yeah uh just the you know tap on the point again um i i would wager that there's a lot more democrats who don't agree with the infrastructure bill uh don't agree Mm. with the right to abortion uh don't agree with you know any kind of like sensible legislation surrounding access to guns uh don't don't agree with you know all these big ticket items that the democrats run on uh but they have this very convenient foil that they can just kind of put all the blame on. It actually works for him very well politically. And, uh, and, uh, they get to, uh, keep playing this game and, and, you know, it could be fucking anybody as far as I'm concerned in the democratic party. Um, you know, you, you have the outspoken yep. ones like, you know, Quayar, uh, in, in Texas, um, who, who, uh, beat out his progressive, uh, uh, primary opponent, uh, because the Democratic Party put a bunch of uh, weight behind him and he's anti abortion, anti gun legislation, uh, Democrat. Um, so the Democratic Party is not pro abortion, right? Uh, it's never actually been pro-abortion light rights. All all the current mm-hmm. major players in the Democratic Party uh, have histories of being anti-abortion. Um, you know, you you've got a lot of the the legacy players who are no, like kind of no longer in the political game, but still running a lot of the politics of the De- Democratic Party, uh, like Hillary Clinton and Obama. Um, and then you've got a lot of current uh, folks like uh, Pelosi and then Biden, uh, who actually hold the reins of power right now and uh, have histories of being against this this kind of thing and, and being against right. codifying it. I mean, we would do well to remember, like, even even outside of abortion, uh, that the Democrats have had almost as much, if not just as much to do with our uh, semi-contemporary history of moral panics mm-hmm. uh, as Republicans have, yeah, uh, I mean, like video Biden games and music. The, the crime law guy, uh, right? And, right, and uh, the super predators and shit. Yeah. Like, it's just, just people making up spooky culture shit to be afraid of. And we always end up blaming the Republicans for being like that simply because of the fact that after 9-11, we have this 24-hour news cycle that, that Fox flourishes in. Um, uh and you know the type of moral panic that democrats have isn't nearly as uh inflammatory and interesting it's just bitchy yeah (laughs) yeah it's just it's just lame it's your mom whining yeah uh, instead of like your uncle being like did you know that the buildings are made of bat skin (laughs) yeah so but but uh, i mean this this, right 
Yes, but you uh, know. probably, probably, but, but, but this moral panic and <laughs> yeah. this this like cultural inventory uh, is is just as much a center left thing as it is a center or far right thing, um, and these people never die, so it's the same people. Yeah, that's the real thing about it. Is you know, yeah. I was, I I I checked with the lawyers, and it's okay for me to say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not technically illegal to say that somebody should fall on their own sword uh, because you're not issuing yeah. them a threat. You're saying that like yeah. the right you're, thing you're to do. issuing them a metaphor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if I was Nancy we... Pelosi, what I would do, uh, the, the Supreme Court basically just like said, hey, you can kind of just get a gun and hold it whenever you want to. Um, I would I would maybe get a gun. If I was Nancy Pelosi, you know, I'm not saying that mm. she, you know, has to do this. It's just if I was her and yeah. I, would, I would put that gun in my mouth and I would see mm. how many times I could pull the trigger before everything went black. Um, You know, it's pretty good. It's the right thing I'm, to do in my, I'm, I'm my pretty, estimation. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that she she doesn't even need to go through that much effort and that like Yoda, she can just die of old age at any point yeah. she wants. <laughs> just, just, just one night yeah. she could decide that she's not going to wake up the next day. That would be cool. Yeah. Cool too. My yeah. version of it was just that I, I think that they should all take up smoking very heavily. Uh, well, see, you know, I, I so when, when I first uh, talked, pitched this episode to you guys, because we were, we were going to be off this week. Um, yeah. Thanks God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh you know, yesterday I was like, hey, uh, I think the the Supreme Court is doing some kind of wacky stuff right now. Uh, and that was yesterday is when I was saying that. <laughs> and I think it would be a good topic to to, to discuss. Uh, I, I was actually going to bring up the Biden uh, 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 nicotine like ban that's going on right now. But I think uh, we'll save that for a different episode. Um that, that was that was before I knew that the uh, Supreme Court was just gonna, you know, drop this uh, uh, on a Friday. Well, it was scheduled. It was essentially scheduled to happen today. Um, well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the period when they re- release the rulings or whatever. But you know, they don't tell you in advance which rulings are gonna drop on what day. So, I I, I thought guess. they would wait until later. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Which means that probably Monday the EPA is going to be gone. (laughs) (laughs) That would rule. That would be really fun. I mean, it's going to happen, right? I mean, why? I mean, I I, I, I get that you could do it as a gesture, uh, but why get rid of a uh, uh, an agency that really kind of doesn't do anything anyway at this point? Because it doesn't have money. Uh, I mean, it's it going to be. I mean, it's going to be a huge symbolic um, win. No, yeah, and and to be fair, it actually does do a lot still, but it, yeah. it's just extremely I mean, frustrating it, how little it's able to do. Right, it, it um, keeps our uh, water less polluted than it could be. It, it stops many of our rivers from lighting on fire again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so get ready for yeah. that uh, Monday. Monday EPA allow... is gone. Yeah. They only allow acceptable amounts of pollution into the water. I mean, I mean, literally, I mean, though, like there, there's an acceptable amount of like lead content in the air that they have. Oh yeah, which, yeah. Which, which is only because of... uh, only because some prop planes still use uh, lead uh, lead based uh, fuel and um, and 
And God forbid we get rid of those. I'm at a point, guys. I'm I'm sorry. I get it. This is disappointing. But if we could just fill all of our air with like 1980 levels of lead, 1970 levels of lead, if we could just do that so that I could have the same stupid broken boomer brain as as my agonized but stupid and funny uh, elders have, and we could all just become totally fucking R-worded together. <laughs> I think in some ways that might be better. You know, that, yeah. I think that I think you're right. That's where all the division in this country came from. <laughs> yeah, it's know? it's they have lead poisoning and microplastic poisoning. Mm-hmm. We just have micro, microplastics ripping our jeans um, apart, ripping our guts um, up. Hell yeah, dude! I oh god, I love it when I get a big old microplastic up in my guts. Yeah, <laughs> blown up, yeah. blown out my back walls. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and uh, hit up that next link, John. That's what they mean by back walls, Amazing. right? Is is your genetic code? Yeah, hit that right? genetic code. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, I felt it necessary to discuss uh, why people get abortions. Uh, I, I think that probably plays into you know this discussion a little bit. Um, there, this is a uh, uh, go up to the uh, top real quick. Actually, before before yeah. you do this, now would actually be the the right time to announce our guest. Uh, for the first time in Benzo Rehab Dungeon history, I would like to introduce to you all a woman. Okay, where is she? Do you yeah. did you not invite a woman? I didn't invite a woman. I they, thought I thought the plan was on. that we would. <laughs> invite our first woman so we could talk about abortion and not be cringe nerds about it the uh the the person and and this was never required of them but the person who uh accused us of never having women on did apologize uh once they had sobered up (laughs) we don't we don't though once they sobered up who was it Uh, call them out now yeah call them out now they're they're good they're good wonderful people uh they just got a little drunk and you know they yeah. don't listen to every episode that we put out so it, it makes sense that maybe they missed the it, uh, the it, couple of women episodes sound, we've had sounds like you should shame them yeah yeah, yeah. no we don't we don't you, you know what? shame for for little missteps here and there on this podcast i don't know yeah <laughs> that's my favorite thing <laughs> about uh about our dynamic is that um i think that generally speaking correct me if you think i'm wrong uh but out of the two of us uh mike uh, and and i uh mike is the one that's generally a little meaner to people online like just generally as like a patina that he has he's a little meaner yeah that's probably Uh, true but but i am just fucking irrational and random and cruel about it like uh someone someone makes an entirely well-meaning joke and then I decide I need to fuck their mom. Uh, <laughs> um, and this. otherwise, I'm just like, oh, yes, let's hang out. Let's talk about Deleuze. I'll explain it again. Uh, but, yeah. See, that's that's the difference, I think, is is that I... I uh... You're rational? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, maybe, sure. 
Uh, yeah. But but I I keep things at like a like a steady metered pace. Yeah, um, you have a little vent. You're yeah, letting off steam yeah, right. constantly. Uh, you, you've got like a pressure uh, failure valve, whereas oh, I yeah. have a pressure relief valve. Um, so yeah. so you're waiting until critical mass to do something. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to be a little bit shitty over and over again to people. Um, so all I'm saying is you let me know who that fucking person is. You tell me right now. No. I swear to God, I'm Don't not going to hurt him. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about abortion and yeah. ladies. Uh, so, uh, so this research uh, article is uh, reasons U.S. women have abortions, quantitative and qualitative perspectives. Um, Number one, the, uh, because they're cool. <laughs> yeah, because they want to kill babies. Because <laughs> they're addicted to sex and they, orgasm. They both, uh, they both recognize that uh, that, that uh, these are actually babies and they want to kill yeah. babies. Yeah, they they resent God. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they they want to half birth the baby, look it in its eyes before they shoot it, strangle yeah. it to death. They yeah. they want a baby that's easier to punch to death. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hard to get more punchable to death than a baby. <laughs> well, um, so uh, the the reasons a, a most, <laughs> the reasons most frequently cited were that having a child would interfere with a woman's education, work, or ability to care for dependents. Uh, that's seventy four percent. That she could not afford a baby now. Seventy three percent, and that she did not want to be a single mother or was having relationship problems. Forty eight percent. Nearly four in ten women said that they had completed. Uh, they had completed their childbearing and almost one third were not ready to have a child. Uh, fewer than 1% said their parents or partners desire for them to have an abortion was the most important reason. Uh, younger women often reported that they were unprepared for the tradition transition to motherhood. While older women regularly cited their responsibility to dependents. Um, so, uh, I, I, we, you know, we brought it up earlier, but uh, really, like, if you want to reduce the amount of abortions that happen in this country, uh, you have to provide for people's material needs. Um, no. Let's speak a little bit to the morals and ethics of whether or not getting an abortion is okay. Uh, there are some people who have, uh, you know, uh, perhaps a more materialistic view of uh, of uh, politics, right? Uh, so, you know, you've got people who think, hey, maybe it would be better if uh, things were more equitable for people. Uh, you know, people didn't have to, like, live in poverty and stuff like that. Um, who are also saying, hey, you know, it's actually a moral harm that's being done here with abortion. And sure maybe that's that's correct to some degree i don't think abortion is something that we should be like aiming for necessarily abortion is something that's being uh, primarily made a, a choice that's made primarily out of economic reasons right um so if you think it's a good thing that abortion is banned but you're not willing to take care of the material needs that lead to abortion essentially what you're doing is saying uh, to the average poor person in America, hey, we understand that you're in a vice. I'm comfortable with this vice being tightened more on you without, like, I don't know, releasing some other tensions on this this entire construct that lead to you wanting to get an abortion in the first place. So this mm. is all a policy that just punches down on the people who have the least in society, the people who can't, uh, you know, the rich in, in America uh, traditionally... Uh, when when abortion was illegal, uh, the rich would just go to a country where it was legal, 
Uh, that's right. not that's right. not an opportunity for the poor in America going to another state and getting the procedure done is not an opportunity for a lot of the poor in America. Um, so so you know, um, even if you think that abortion is some kind of moral wrong, without addressing the root causes of why abortion happens and 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 being you know on board with this uh, this this retraction of this right, you've completely missed the fucking point. You know that things are not going to be more equitable for any of these people, but you're still going to champion, you know, this this uh, this in- increased pressure on people now. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that the left and the right should agree on, because they do, uh, but they pretend not to. Uh, and I mean the left, not the Democrats. The centrists are the only ones yeah. that yeah, don't yeah, yeah. seem to understand it at all somehow, uh, is that politics is always fundamentally... Uh, in its useful form, be that useful or for good or bad, um, about material conditions. Uh, And it should be about material conditions because fundamentally the only thing that a government is good for uh, is making it so that people are either fed or murdered, right? Like it it, it it builds roads, it feeds people, it does pragmatic shit. even if that pragmatic shit is building bombs and, and putting people in prison, it does material shit. Yep. Like you can't rely on it for anything else that relying on a government to produce some kind of moral law for you isn't going to work unless we go back to some kind of like, you need a sovereign for that. Otherwise it's going to become this weird identification where it's, Hey guys, we're all fucking, wearing kente cloth shit you know it just becomes nonsense like like morals moral governance uh and and moral delineation from governance and and aesthetics are are entirely one and the same when you live in a liberal democracy which is the fastest easiest way to lead into a politics of zero uh material uh uh uh, backing and then into straight up fucking fascism, right? Uh, and which is a rant on its own. Sorry, I got really distracted because I saw that someone retracted their comment yeah. on on uh, on YouTube, and I thought that was really funny. And I wish that that it, it wasn't gone, but yeah, it, Max, it's probably funnier in absence. Yeah, yeah. Say the n word again, buddy. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I did see I did see a fucking tweet. Uh, it was some some fucking. Yes. No, I know the one you're talking about. Some fucking Twitter Already. lib, man. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, uh, it was uh, Clarence Thomas is a yeah. black man. Um, and what? <laughs> yeah. With a name like Clarence? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Clarence Thomas is a black man, and uh, he's he's one of the uh, instrumental figures in in uh, uh, not not only. Uh, 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 reversal of Roe v. Wade. Um, but uh, you know, he's also in, in his uh his little uh, opinion piece, calling out a bunch of other rights like gay marriage and stuff like that. Um. Uh, this this uh this this uh liberal. I I don't. I'm not gonna like call out her. I don't even remember her name. First off, but Same. this like Libby chick on fucking uh uh Twitter said, uh, doesn't this n-word know that his rights are coming up next um and then oh, she went on to say n-word 
she she said the whole thing uh hard er and everything i can't um, believe she ate the whole thing i said she said the whole thing <laughs> um but uh, yeah. uh and then she she went on to to say uh yes that's how fed up i am essentially that i'm willing to use that word and i'm not even racist but he needs to know what sort of thing and it's like no, nah, I'm pretty sure uh, you were just waiting for an opportunity to say that. Like, you fucking maniac. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I've I've actually so so I'll I'll just go ahead and throw this out there because I don't think any of the uh, the lib friends that I have you use the N word a lot. No, no, that's not what I'm throwing out there. Pretty don't. sure behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be- behind closed doors and with an N word yeah. pass, I will say the N word, yeah. but you know let's just, just say inward deeps yeah. listens to a lot of dmx yeah <laughs> it's mostly dmx yeah no i mean it's a I sing it's, along it's, with the lyrics yeah. but guys i'm sorry yeah. me, me, no. me and deeps have been in a fist fight over it not for him saying yeah. the n-word but for him listening to dmx that's true yeah yeah, yeah. honestly he, he did say that's... the n-word though but that dmx is worse yeah. I mean, the thing that's really offensive about Mike singing DMX, uh, it's it's not the N-word, it's the dog sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the barking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that. Yeah, and the leather, uh, the leather dog mask that he wears, it, it yeah. fucking, it keeps me up at night. Well, it, it keeps, keeps me up yeah. at night. Yeah, it keeps me up at night too. Very hard to sleep in that thing. <laughs> I always think I'm gonna like choke to death when I sleep in that. Uh, but no, uh, yes. so so uh, I, I I I keep this uh, this group of liberal friends on my Facebook. Um, and I'm sorry if any of them are listening right now, but I keep you guys around because I just kind of keep you as like a weather vane for what the Democratic Party is like thinking. Uh, and it's usually pretty <laughs> accurate. <laughs> uh, a couple of them. So have, t- uh, today, all of them said the N word. It's no, that's the, all they said no, on no, Facebook, no. which uh, is uh, today, today, a couple of them changed their profile pictures to like the handmaid's tail, like fucking outfit. <laughs> but with the Ukrainian flag behind. I mean, almost essentially, but that rules. I'm gonna make that. <laughs> I mean, y- Ukrainian Ukrainian flags, like in their their bios or whatever. Um, <laughs> guys, that doesn't change the conservative mindset. They they're actually like, okay, cool. You understand your role now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh my god, that's so hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, great. Uh, you you understand where we, where you're going with this, and uh, now that you've dressed like a fucking dipshit, um. <laughs> We're going to keep removing your rights. You haven't changed this at all. When you say to a fascist, you're a fascist, they go, yep. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. You hate Jews. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. Uh, so, yeah, yeah little little side so. rant there. Um, yeah. uh, go ahead and go to the, uh, the next link, John. Do we need to remind people what interpassivity is again? Uh, I mean, we could want to. Interpassivity is where you uh, view a piece of media, say, uh, and you end up deciding that it's done your political work for you because it made you feel a thing about the thing it said about politics. So, so which is why I refuse to watch something like The Handmaid's Tale because uh, it's not going to help anyone. It's not going to do anything. It is, per my understanding, not a very good show anyway. Uh, and people who watch it seem to think, oh, I've done all my political work uh, for the day. 
because I watched uh, women be uh, abused on a Netflix show. And I said to myself, that's bad. I don't like that. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I've done all the I, I, I felt bad for today. <laughs> By the way, uh, watching this podcast is like 40% interpassivity. So you should turn it off right now and you should go light the courthouse on fire. And you should understand that um, the, Supreme Minecraft, Court, the Supreme Court basically said it's all, it's only a misdemeanor if you uh, have a concealed weapon and you don't have a concealed weapon permit. You know, that's something that, that I right. think should be kept in mind. Um, uh, so uh, uh, this this article I have here is um, the the actual impacts of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Um Hey, could you keep it down? I'm making a, a meme right now. How many memes are you going to make over the course of this episode? Uh, at like, least two. And like, I know that you had enough real views uh, to, to get money. And like, did I inspire mm-hmm. any of those reels? I mean, I feel like, um, you know, maybe. I don't know. Check through my reels. They're probably the least inspired <laughs> things that I post uh, because I do them to get money. <laughs> Uh, Luke, Luke in the chat real quick says interpassivity is when you kill yourself when your gender transition is successful according to Zizek. Here, okay. Uh, I don't see any comments by Luke in the chat which is weird yeah. to me. Do you have a different chat? Yeah. I, I've What's got the YouTube on? chat up. I've got YouTube chat. Yeah, up. so do I. Is he, is he like sending you private messages? Uh, maybe he's watching yeah. through Facebook or something weird. Uh, oh. Anyway, I'm making memes, so if you could just keep it down a little yeah, bit. Like, um, you can keep talking if you want, but... And, and I think, uh, sorry, Luke, uh, I think you actually identify as a, as a non-binary person, so I, I apologize for using uh, male pronouns with you. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on. Um, uh, uh, abortion illegal or soon to be illegal in 16 uh, states post-Roe. Uh, this little helpful map that Politico has put together. Um, Thanks, Politico. Uh, yeah, re- real good work here to to map out the thing that's happening to all of us. Um, <laughs> least you could do, I guess. Uh, John, if you want to scroll down to the map a little bit more. Uh, so so we, we have a couple of categories. We have legal, legal for now, uh, potentially illegal, soon to be illegal, or illegal or banned. Um, several states... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Uh, I think it's like 24 or 25 states um, have uh, uh, trigger laws, which basically say uh, if Roe is overturned, um, abortion will either immediately be illegal or we're going to like phase in uh, abortion illegality. Um, so uh, Texas, uh, uh, I think that's Oklahoma above it, right? Yeah. Um, Louisiana, um, and then we've got, uh, uh, there's another red one up. I think that's Kentucky. Okay. And then South Dakota. Um, sorry, my, 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 the, the, the further East you go on the U S map, the less I care about it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, so those are states where it's immediately illegal, uh, with, with the overturning of row. And then we've got some, uh, some yellow states where it's like, uh yeah, we're working on it. Um it's going to be illegal real soon. And then uh uh yeah, so and then we have uh, legal for now, which basically means there's a huge push to make it illegal. 
Uh, so all in all, it, it's it's something like 26 states, I think, that that are essentially going to make abortion illegal in the coming months. Um, more than half of the states in America. Well, and I'm, but I mean, like only like 20 people live in like half of these states that yeah, are making I mean, if, it if you're like weighing the impact of like South Dakota uh, uh, abortion cool. illegality, that's like mm-hmm. 10 people. So not a huge loss there, but it is a big state that they have to drive through in order to get to a state where it's legal. Yeah. Um, don't get pregnant traveling through these states, especially I, I believe, Texas. Uh, I, I believe it's come out that Kavanaugh also said that he would support laws um, that that uh, ban interstate travel for the explicit purpose of abortion. Which Mind would you. be a wild fucking move, but it, it, I mean, some states have, have at least attempted that. Yeah. But uh, real quick, just props to fucking Montana. I know, right? You wouldn't expect it, but there they are. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and Florida right. is also a surprising one, yeah. but I think I think they're like yeah. working on it. Um, well, it's, damn. Well, they have to they have to amend the state constitution. Yeah, yeah. I'll amend your state's constitution, which, which they will because DeSantis is in charge there, and yeah, not not a great state. Um, Every time I I hear DeSantis, my brain does this weird bubbly shit thing uh, where. I I can't not think of Santa Claus, but I also can't not think of Santorum. Oh, um, I mean, there the were two peas uh, in the pod, right? <laughs> Santa Claus and Santorum. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, yeah, which then ends up making me think of the frothy discharge coming from uh, anal sex. Uh, called Santorum uh, as of what that joke came out in like 2012 or something. So I think like the Santos is the same thing, but gonorrhea pus is mixed in. Ooh, that that makes yeah. sense. A little yeah. bit slipperier. Yeah. Um. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and go to the. Uh, you know, you you might feel yourself uh, uh, a little bit enraged at this news. You might you might think to yourself, "Man, we should really redacted." certain members of the redacted court and uh i don't know redact redacted um really need that were you trying to do a talking heads thing there no 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 no. what no (laughs) (laughs) Um, you might ask yourself sorry no not at all uh more just saying we should do some things in minecraft sort of uh feeling that that people are probably having um look talking heads are great they're okay they're they're a very good band. They're passable. Is is this going to be like the Great Schism over Talking Heads? <laughs> a, band, where a band that I've literally ends. never heard you listen to, and we've hung out for like extended periods of time. You well, because every time point. that you and I hang out, I need to play either Death Grips or Swans just to bother you. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm pretty okay with Swans. Uh, Death Grips is hit or miss. <laughs> Uh, Everyone anyway. remember that. Yeah. Anyway, talking yeah, heads that has in the someday. chat. That, that's a, a thing that's going to happen. Uh, uh, so uh, <clears throat> this is uh, this is Biden uh, telling you how you should respond to this. Oh, uh, cool. 
Yeah. Uh, well, well, actually, this is ancient images may may represent spirits of the uh, underworld. Um, yeah, aborted babies. Yeah. The, these are the uh, Nazca lines in an advertisement for some reason. Not sure why. Uh, but uh, coming up should be the video that I was supposed to have in here. Maybe, oh, you know what? It must have been, uh, must have been replaying. So refresh this page. No, no, you gotta refresh. Behold, the, page. the largest known. There we go. That's that's the video I was looking for. Uh, not not this advertisement. God damn it! I f- fuck everything's got to be fucking transactional, doesn't it? I yep. love advertisements. Those fucking nerds. I'm gonna take a second to make another drink. Shut up. Because I'm not angry yeah, or shut drunk up. enough yet. Shut up. HC says my uh my level of toxic masculinity is that swans carried me through my last breakup. Yeah, that's oh, fair. Man. I can see that. All those percussive sounds and dissonance. Um, yeah, I just listen to sensitive skin when I'm ever, whenever I'm angry at a woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> let's let's clip that part out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, clip it out and then mash it up with sensitive skin. The worst parts only. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you got to take them down to the basement. Fuck them so, uh, to John, ease some if, tension. Uh, if you could please. Uh, oh, that was a bit of a hefty pour. Whoops. Uh, John, if you could please uh, play this video. This stuns me. So extreme that doctors will be criminalized for fulfilling their duty to care. Imagine having a young woman have to carry a child of incest as a consequence of incest. No option. Too often the case. The poor women are going to be hit the hardest. It's cruel. In fact, the court laid out state laws criminalizing abortion that go back to the 1800s <laughs> as rationale. The court literally taking America back 150 years. This is a sad day for the country, in my view. But it doesn't mean the fight's over. Let me be very clear and unambiguous. Please donate. The only way we can secure a woman's right to choose in the balance that existed is for Congress to restore the protections of Roe v. Wade as federal law. I mean, that's true. Oh, that's this, uh, this missed the part where uh, he, he uh, specifically uh, reiterates like three or four times. Uh, if you're going to protest because you're outraged about this, it should be peaceful protests. Peaceful protests oh, yeah. only. Um, I go ahead. No, no, no. Say, say something. Say something. I don't. I don't want to get arrested. Uh, no. I. I'm just. It's. It's cool. Imagine it's very your cool. Minecraft admin did something that you disagree with, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you knew where his mm-hmm. base was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the obvious answer in Minecraft is always TNT, right? Like, right. it's just, yeah. it's it's the funny thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to burrow a tunnel for months at a time under somebody's residence and plant a bomb there. Did I tell you that story? 
No, it's just I'm not going to tell them the podcast right now, but you know, yeah, yeah we've all done it I, here and there, you know. Yeah, I built I built an entire sewer system beneath a beautiful scale model city that my friends built, and they thought it was cool to let me have the sewers, and I filled it with bombs. <laughs> real, uh, real Riddler moves. <laughs> so, that's why I want you to play video games with me. Yeah, and. Only the angriest people in society should be in charge of our sewers. Well, yes. well maybe, maybe yeah. this is a, a good time to bring up that. Uh, w- w- what did we plan? Sometime in late September. We're I, gonna... I was I was actually just looking up the date. Um, uh, let's see, holidays. It's a it's one of the next holiday weekends we have. What is it? It's uh, Labor Day. We were going to do it as Labor Day, so September fifth. Yeah. Uh, late Labor uh, Day, we're going to do hopefully a 24-hour Minecraft live stream. Yeah, we're going to try it. <laughs> it's so, it's, it's, it's going to be 24 gonna hours of labor for Labor Day. It's going to be it's going to be the Saturday before Labor Day, so it's going to be um Saturday the third uh, so, of September. So, so yeah, September third. Uh, that, oh. that that's the plan. Um. Uh, so so basically, Biden goes on to say, uh, and if if you're mad, I get it, I get it, Jack, I get it, you're mad, but we gotta have peaceful protests, peaceful protests only, uh, because God forbid you exert any actual power that might you know change the situation. Um, go ahead and go to the next link, John. Conveniently, uh, ten days ago, or sorry, eight days ago. Uh, Biden signs bill to protect Supreme Court justices and the law um, basically expands the scope of the uh, like secret service that they have attached to them. Uh, also includes protecting their family members and stuff like that. So uh, uh, now it's a, uh, you know, uh, they, they can't codify in a federal law like your, your right to have an abortion, but they can codify into law. Uh, all the Supreme Court justices getting these extra special protections so that if they maybe do something that is uh, uh, unaligned with the majority, and again, uh, the majority of Americans think that abortion should be a right. Um, if uh, if the Supreme Court decides to rule against the majority opinion of Americans uh, and maybe suffer some kind of uh, physical threat because of that, um, because they're acting in a very undemocratic way, uh, uh, they they now actually have federal uh, agents protecting them at all times. Uh, also, just a just a fun little uh, an etymology fact for everyone, because everyone loves etymology facts. Yes, words uh, is words. Uh, you know where the word mob comes from. It's uh, it's a very short. It's a very it's a very old shortening of uh, Latin terms, actually. For Morbius, it, it it comes from <laughs> mobile vulgus, uh, which which means the excited or moving common folk. Right. Yeah, we don't like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's so so essentially the, the mob a, a a mob is a group of uh, of commoners that decided something pissed them off. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so if if we were to have mob rule, could you even imagine? Uh, if... Could you imagine the Vulgate <laughs> ruling over 
disgusting. Exactly. Disgusting. Uh, what is it? You want democracy? <laughs> it, it sounds like you want uh uh what what is it called a, a dictatorship of the proletariat? <laughs> like come on, that's so right, cringe. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I've actually uh one one of the uh, things that I'm writing is uh, a thing on how mob rule is actually probably okay. And uh, like all the like concerned, like hand wringing about like, uh, well, it's not going to be fair. Well, we live in a, a system of law that's already like incredibly unfair. So um, can't really see a lot of losses there. And maybe it would be better if the choices of the court more properly aligned with what more people actually want. I don't know. I mean, per, yeah. per the, the court, if if we followed the the kind of the model that there aren't any hard and fast rules around this but if we follow the model of like the amount of districts the amount of people to the amount of judges the amount of supreme court ju judges uh and, and circuits that we had uh when we first made the supreme court we would have dozens of supreme court oh, justices yeah, yeah. uh and we should uh if we're gonna have any we should have and, and a hysterical amount of them we should have we should have 600 supreme court justices um and that we should have hold on hold on i gotta do some math really quick uh why are you doing that math uh let me mm -hmm. just go ahead and again point out that the supreme court really only exists to create the legal precedent of whatever yeah. horrible thing the government is trying to do we should have 329.5 million supreme court justices yeah that makes sense <laughs> yeah wait that's that's uh the entire uh population <laughs> you didn't do any math at all you just took the population of the u.s <laughs> and i multiplied it by one <laughs> that's the same number <laughs> look i'm not a math genius all right <laughs> i'm not a constitutional scholar you're not a math genius i yeah. get it um how many supreme court justices how many uh how many amendments i don't fucking know it's somewhere between 20 and 329.5 million yeah it's, it's like that moment in spartacus where uh you know everybody claims uh, that they're spartacus but it, instead it's like no. no i'm the supreme court justice yeah. <laughs> no i'm uh, rbg <laughs> yeah. oh man got some thoughts on her uh maybe we won't get into that what all right. No, like she I should will. have died four years earlier <laughs> yeah, a, or it's retired. A, it's, a, it's a dead old lady's fault why the ladies have less rights today. Yeah. I, I mean, you said that in a shitty way, but yeah. 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 No. <laughs> <laughs> she refused to retire. Uh, she died. And and so, uh, you know, let, let's let's talk a little bit about the legacy of somebody like RBG, right? Where where her her like major legacy achievement is that she, uh, you know, stood up for uh, for women's rights in, in some way. Right. Um, and the, the, the women's right that she stood up for was essentially just like uh, affluent white women could get abortions. Um, she didn't stand up for for more positive versions of reproductive rights, like maybe oil pipelines shouldn't be allowed to poison native lands and thereby right. the children that grow up in these lands. Um, if you really look at the history of somebody like RBG, she's an incredibly racist person, used uh, uh, law precedents 
from when uh, Manifest Destiny was like the prevailing law in America uh, to justify these pipelines. Um, uh, was incredibly pro-corporate, anti-working uh, class. Uh, really, like the only thing that she did was, yes, uh, if you're a woman and you have a certain amount of like economic ability to to get one, you can get an abortion, right? Like that that's yeah. like her major achievement. Like, it's it, frankly it's 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 too similar in in kind of a minor way, but but someone that I was was close to through someone else for for a long time was one of the first like really accomplished uh, female lawyers uh, in the U.S. A very elderly woman. Uh, and well, at, at least like in her area, she was, uh, and that was inspiring and it was really cool that she did that stuff. But the fact of the matter is that every time we would have a conversation about it, it would, it would essentially be, that's really cool for you. Yeah. Specifically you did you. <laughs> a cool thing yeah. and it could be inspiring to someone sure uh it could it's it's a cultural marker maybe to like four people in her case rpg way more uh but but like what does it really do like what does yeah. it actually accomplish yeah. uh and, and 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 you look at these other like you look at cultural figures so the difference between someone like rbg and uh people like Let's pick let's pick two two African American uh uh revolutionaries. Um actually the fact that I'm able to call them revolutionaries, but I can't call her one is already a hint. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but just just two at random. So like Malcolm X and like Martin Luther King, right? Sure. Uh what's apart from their gender and skin color, what's the big the biggest difference between them? Uh I would say that. Uh, two of them got fucking murdered. Right. <laughs> well, right. You, you were asking for differences, and uh, uh, I would say that uh, MLK started out a little bit more moderate, and then <laughs> like kind of latched on to the Malcolm X uh, version of politics. Right. Later right. On. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they were both kind of like cross crossing at, at towards the end, which I've I've always thought thought is really fascinating. Well, crossing to some degree. Yeah, I, mean, I Malcolm think, X I think wasn't Malcolm being X like, was like, man, I'm getting old and they're about to fucking kill me. So maybe I need to dial yeah. it back. And then they killed him. Yeah, anyway. I can't stand up my window with a fucking gun every night. <laughs> right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting old. Maybe, maybe I just got to like ask for like, I don't know. Don't, don't let the cops kill us so much. <laughs> right. And, and, a, and a big, there's a lot more to that. Like understand that I'm shit posting to some degree. Well, you, you had uh, like, like, pro and, uh, 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 shoot. God, why am I blanking on this well, thing right now? And, and also just really, really fundamental differences between the way that like white women and like black men are perceived. Like if, if you're going to see someone as a threat that you need to murder with state violence, probably going to be a black man. Right. Yeah. Probably not going to be some white lady. Yeah. Uh, but also the, the, the reason that that feeling uh, exists is because of the fact that one of them probably has greater revolutionary power or potential than the other one does outside of like all the rest of the racist implications that are involved in this. Uh, because something that we uh, should 
should never let go of number one because it's true and number two because it's uh funny in the darkest way imaginable is that most all conservative movements in the u.s at the very least are uh supported almost not entirely but but uh, supported in majority by white women yeah yeah right absolutely like trump trump became president because of white ladies White ladies uh, at a huge part in the end. Right. Uh, and, and, and so because there are people that, I mean, white people in general are a problem. I think I can be the first to admit that. <laughs> Very proud of you. This is a big step. Right? Yeah. Well, white, white people, they can be inconvenient. <laughs> but But white women have a certain, like, magical ability to, like, they can be subaltern in a certain sense. Well, because... uh, and genuinely subaltern. So, but at the same time, still be able to like. Well, but let's all be racist now. Yeah, uh, and, and that's that's what really it, like what I'm what... saying this on the wrong episode. By the way, I'm going to get in it, trouble for all. What this. is it that you hate the most about white women? <laughs> that they're so beautiful. Wow, geez. <laughs> Here, here's I've your dated crowning. a lot of them, so I, I know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I, I think this is worth pointing out. Um, you, you say it's the wrong episode. I think it's incredibly the right episode because, you know, we brought up RBG and the fact that like, well, that's why I brought it up. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm saying we brought up RBG and that kind of led into this conversation. Uh, and, yeah. and the reason that kind of leads into this conversation is because we had to take a very sober look. And I'm saying this as somebody who's not drunk. Um, we have to take a sober <laughs> look at what somebody like rbg does which is uh secure rights for a certain uh, uh color and class of people and then uh uh does nothing to fight for those rights no. when it comes to uh the rest of uh you know, like a poorer class of people a darker skin tone of people um and and uh you know this this is evident throughout the the entire history of uh us uh especially feminism where the suffragette movement ex explicitly excluded black women uh and and you know that this is this is a project over many generations of yes women should have rights and then when when a black woman or a black black woman a black woman comes into the picture uh these these white ladies unfortunately say well no no no, no. you're not actually a person uh, we're, we're talking about white people, women, uh, you're the black other uh, sub subhuman uh, class of people. Um, can, can I can I make one really quick kind of tweak to it, sure. uh, which is that, yes, black women were forced out of the suffragette movement proper in, in, in many ways. But 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 so much of what was actually accomplished there, again, to prove my point about revolutionaries, uh, was accomplished by black suffragists yeah, or suffragettes. And how many of them died as a result of it, right? No shit. Yeah, um, yeah no, and, and that's that's kind of what I'm saying is that, you know, I I love shit posting about politics. I think same. it's really fucking fun and cool and everyone likes me and no one would ever critique anything I've ever said or done. Uh, but, but the, the important shit that's going to happen is going to be done by people who the majority of people in power, uh, fucking hate and want to murder. And frankly, 
mostly I'm not that guy. <laughs> right. Like the, yeah. the government probably doesn't want to kill me that bad because I'm some fat fucking bald white guy living in the Midwest. Right. Like it, I'm not, I, I think you mean I'm to not say a big that deal. you're a targeted individual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. No, sorry. Sorry. I'm a targeted individual. In fact, I'm going to fly out to New York really soon uh, to uh, to join in on this uh, this Instagram ban thing with a bunch of other uh, oh, white buddy. women on Instagram uh, to, uh, <laughs> to, to make sure that gear, they huh? know. Yeah, well, I'm also. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm Dasha now. Oh, nice. I am Dasha. I can't say I uh, approve of all the changes, but. You know, am I hotter than I was or less hot? Be honest, <laughs> I won't be mad. Kind, kind of a coin toss uh, sort of situation there. Um, some good, some bad. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's really quickly uh, take take a little fiver. How about that? God damn it! So we're gonna take a little fiver, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll round this episode out. How's that sound, John? Uh, great. Cool. You're not you're not gonna throw a tantrum or anything. Uh, no, I'm 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 just going to you know bash my head against the wall off camera. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Intermission scream is up, and we'll be right back. I don't know if they can hear me, but this podcast is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I'm just so fucking tired all the time. I'm not fucking die. What is that, John? What do I see in your hands? What kind of snacks? They can't hear us right. Oh, well, actually, we're, we're still on the uh, we're still on the audio recording. <laughs> oh, good. 
Uh, but we're all back, so let's go ahead and uh, restart the... Uh... I said all of my funniest jokes, so... I didn't hear anything come out of the speaker, Good. so I don't think you did. Fuck you. Eat shit. I yeah. I mean, may... I slammed my dick in the wall to uh, wake up. What? Yeah. Oh, what? okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Or in the door. Excuse me. Yeah. Doors and walls are different. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> would, no. would you like to expand on that a little bit? <laughs> Tell us about the nuances between uh, doors and walls. They have know. many similarities. This is like uh, a Jordan know. Peterson sort of like a logic thing. Like, well, walls, you see, uh, they can't be passed. They can't be entered. They can't be traversed. Doors, however, are the gateway of things. And <laughs> doors, doors are just walls that remind you of your mother. <laughs> the vagina joke. Yeah, As you go in and out of yeah. them. Well, that's you very know. hell yeah. It'll remind you of your grandmother in his case. Yeah. Is it soft? My pussy hair. <laughs> That's a real Jordan Peterson thing, by the way. It is. It is. is it? He, he had a dream yeah. about his grandmother. Uh... No, shh, 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 shh. I'm going to find it. Okay. While you're finding it, let's go ahead and go to the next link. He's probably already found it. It's his grandmother. Uh, yep. Pussy hair. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. So so. Oh oh my God! We have a guest. We have a guest coming on. It's Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, uh, speaking from Maps of Meaning: The Architecture of Belief. Anyway, I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting by the bank of a swimming pool that was also a river. In real life, she had been a victim of Alzheimer's disease and had regressed before her death to a semi-conscious state. In the dream as well, she had lost her capacity for self-control. Her genital region was exposed dimly. It had the appearance of a thick mat of hair. She was stroking herself absent-mindedly she walked over to me with a handful of pubic hair compacted into something resembling a large artist's paintbrush she pushed this at my face i raised my arm several times to deflect her hand finally unwilling to hurt her or interfere with her uh, any farther i let her have her way what she stroked my face with the brush gently and said like a child isn't it soft i looked at her ruined face and said yes grandma it's soft i like to imagine uh he describes her face as ruined because she's covered in cum. <laughs> no, I think it's because she's old, which uh, he doesn't like old ladies. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't like old, old hair. It sounds like he likes old ladies. Well, I mean, I mean, all I know is one way or the other, her mascara is running. <laughs> yeah. So as as Robert Kelly says in the uh, in the chat, a uh, standard thing to put in a book. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, why would you write? Like, even if you had that dream, I, if I had that dream, I would wake up the next day and go, "God damn it! I can't ever tell anybody about that dream. Yeah. What the fuck happened yeah. to me?" 
uh jordan peterson has that dream and goes mm, yes i should put that in the book and tell everybody about it um and he still man this is before he writes 12 rules for life uh by the way this is like his or his 12 break. more rules yeah or <laughs> this is uh this is before he becomes famous as like a self-help kind of guy is is he's doing this really weird uh, i mean We've talked about maps and meanings before. It's quasi academic nightmare book. Yeah. Um, um, so anyway, like I would do a reading of it with with people, right? If it wasn't like fucking five hundred pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we <laughs> like did do an episode tome. where we kind of deconstructed a lot of the major points of it uh, pretty early yeah, on like in the podcast. I don't think you people understand. You people understand. <laughs> what we do for you because i think i mean i i i believe this is true i've read maps of meaning 12 rules for life 12 more rules for life i think mike has read two read, or three no, of those i've read them all there you go so both both mike and i have read all of these books and <laughs> I don't have a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make one. I read There's several, nothing there. I read several uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg <laughs> books for this podcast. Yeah, true. Yeah, we both. Yeah, I, I read two of his yeah. and then. Really still He only has two, right? Does here. he have more? Uh, uh, Jesus. I don't probably know or care. Anyway. We got to get back to the, the topic at hand. I don't um, want to. So, uh. <laughs> Uh, it, it's been noted that it's probably illegal to protest out of uh, the houses of the Supreme Court justices. Um, th th this is a, a very cool thing that exists in law where uh, you're, I mean, um, the, the people who like most uh, impact your life, you, you can't like actually like have any recourse against. Uh, right. Again, uh, Biden signed into law that, you know, Supreme Court justices and their families are going to be protected, uh, you know, by by uh, probably the Secret Service, essentially. Um, and the Supreme Court uh, recently uh, ruled uh, abortion buffer zones violate freedom of speech laws. Uh, buffer zones are basically um, uh, keeping like a 35 foot uh, radius around an abortion clinic uh, so that people can still protest abortions. Uh, but they're like not like able to physically touch people trying to get into the clinic. My favorite thing about that buffer zone is that there's a 10 foot zone between that and the entrance where you're allowed to smoke cigarettes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so like 25 to 35 feet, you're allowed to smoke cigarettes and yell at protesters outside of an abortion <laughs> clinic. And they're not allowed to approach you and you're you're still yeah it's a whole thing so just say just say yeah so uh, if you're a smoker and want to irritate people you you can uh protest abortion closer than you can smoke to a building uh i think is a no, no 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 it's a, no within 25 feet i think is when you're is where you're able to smoke cigarettes and so you can be a buffer between the abortion clinic and the the protesters no no no, no. Just, so so uh didn't you say 35 is the Right, but uh, I, I think the confusion here is that uh, they yeah. overruled that buffer zone. Oh yeah, who cares? So what I'm saying is, uh, you, I'm you a drunk. Can, <laughs> yeah, you you can protest right at the door of an abortion clinic, uh, but you can't smoke uh, 
uh, well, 25 feet away from. from then I guess you can at least surround the protesters. Yeah, you can surround the protesters with your uh, your smoke and blow it yeah, into the area yeah. and just, just yeah, really smoke them out. You know. Yeah, yeah, like um, bees. So, so the Supreme Court has ruled that uh, there's no like safe zone around abortion clinics for protests, uh, but they've also maintained that uh, you can't uh, protest outside of a Supreme Court justice's house. Uh, interesting how that works when you give uh, people the uh, the <laughs> the license of power to basically make the rules up however they see fit and however benefits them most. Um, so, so that's uh, that's an, another interesting little facet of this this whole thing, uh, John. If you could go to the next link. Uh, so, so one of the uh, one of the things that I was originally going to talk about uh, with the Supreme Court yesterday, uh, before this decision dropped and things got even weirder and worse than than I was imagining they'd be, uh, by this point. Um, the Supreme Court makes federal officials absolutely immunized from personal lawsuits. New ruling restricts when individuals can sue federal personnel for misconduct. Um, this is one of the most dangerous things that they've ruled on. Uh, obviously, Roe v. Wade has a bunch of like extra dangerous things attached to it, uh, other precedents, and, and also like the basic idea that uh, we can ever get new rights attached to it. Um, but this, uh, the Supreme Court on Wednesday made it even more difficult for U.S. citizens to bring lawsuits against federal employees who violate their constitutional rights, narrowing the already limited path to do so. And Egbert, Egbert v. Buell, uh, the conservative majority on the court, ruled an individual business owner did not have cause to bring an action seeking damages against a federal agent accused of physically assaulting him. The ruling set a broad precedent that legal experts said would make it virtually impossible to sue federal officials. Uh, basically, federal officials can beat the shit out of you now, and uh, it doesn't matter if it violated your constitutional rights. They're above that law. Uh, that's the quick well, and dirty Well, then, then Nancy Pelosi should be more than willing to accept my duel. <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> Because she's going to beat you, and she's a federal official. Um, <clears throat> I would make so much money if I sold tapes of Nancy Pelosi beating the shit out of me. Yeah, that that's probably like a very uh, no. That's the fetish of four or more people. No, no, actually, I think that's the fetish of a lot of people. A lot of people are on the Nancy Pelosi is the boss queen sort of a train still, which is. Yeah, amazing to me. Um, I would just wear like a Bernie shirt and uh, right go. beforehand yeah. let everyone know that I post memes, and they'd be that's, like, "Ah, fucking kill him, queen." That's that's millions of dollars. Yeah. All right, Nancy. Millions you know of dollars. Where to find me if you sell the tape you've been that bugging my house. A piece. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so. Uh, He's been gang stalking me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi personally is gang stalking me. Uh, true. I have this evidence, uh, just taking pictures of random crowds and like if anybody turned your direction, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that those are all federal agents. Um, they, That's they don't... Nancy Pelosi wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead and go to the next link, uh, which is a Wikipedia article. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, interesting thing about the United States Capitol Police. 
the United States Capitol Police is a federal law enforcement enforcement agency in the United States. Uh, so the uh, the the Capitol Police are now basically uh, given free reign to do whatever they want to protesters. Um, interesting that this right was given to them immediately before uh, the Supreme Court made a, a ruling that would instigate a lot of protests. And, you know, if, if we've uh, maybe collected any kind of information about how protests go in America, uh, not usually well for the protesters, pretty good for the cops as, as in terms of like what damages they're allowed to do uh, to people. Um. Well, there's a there's an old adage. Um, it's not it's not if you can't beat them, join them. That's that's that sounds almost right. What what is it? It's uh, and I'm not endorsing this, but 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 it's it's an old adage that everyone says all the time. It's uh, if you can't sue them, kill them. I think like <laughs> right. that's just a thing that it says. Uh, so yeah, yeah. What whatever they say, you know, just I, do that. I, I believe that uh, that that's uh, from from Sir Dorner. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir Dorner, yep. whom you can't corner. Uh, <laughs> the uncornerable Dornerable. Yeah. Um. If if you can't sue him, uh, kill him. Is is probably good legal advice. Uh. From from somebody who likes Dorner a lot. Uh. Go ahead and go to the next link, John. More more cool stuff about police. Uh. Again, uh, days before they they release uh, the the ruling on Roe v. Wade, uh, they also uh, basically overturn the police. Uh, uh, you can't sue the police anymore if they don't read you your Miranda rights, and the Miranda rights like really actually don't hold up in court anymore. Um, so it's kind of like a formality that uh, you don't deserve now. And you can technically self-incriminate without being read your Miranda rights first. Um, no one's ever read me my Miranda rights before I had to piss test for a job. I'm just going to say that. Sure, yeah. Um, but self-incrimination. So, you know, this, like uh, not to be a libertarian about it. But. Well, what this what this essentially sets the conditions for is, uh, again. Uh, I think the Supreme Court knew what they were doing would instigate mass protests. Uh, they give police a bunch of legal rights. They give federal agents a bunch of legal rights um, to basically have kind of legal immunity in, in a lot of cases. Uh, and when you're doing mass arrests, like every time you arrest somebody, you got to read them their Miranda rights. That's so cumbersome, right? You have, you have to treat every human being like a human yeah, being. Yeah, like an individual then, that has due yeah, process. Yeah, like a person. God, what a, fucking, yeah. What a yeah. fucking pain in the ass, am I right? Um, so, Why can't these people be like the bricks that I placed here so they'd throw them at me? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, two really dangerous rulings. The first one I think is, is the most dangerous because uh, federal agents, you know, in includes border patrol and border patrol has this hundred mile uh, area of jurisdiction around every border of the U S um, which encompasses 60 to 70% of all Americans, uh, you know, all these coastal elites uh, so Border Patrol, which, which has historically been used to uh, 
to quell some protests and and you know people will will think to themselves ah it was just trump that did that uh no because biden already said like peaceful protests only and uh which basically implies like if you get unpeaceful i'll take some actions to uh put you back in your place uh because we don't approve of non-peaceful protests um this gives somebody like biden or the next republican president free reign to uh use the border con- control officers however they fucking want to within this hundred mile uh, uh barrier from the border uh which again encompasses 60 to 70 percent of the entire u.s population um so really just kind of setting the conditions for uh uh more oppressive government uh you know it's it's been said that biden is just kind of like the the uh the custodian of the status quo for now and we'll we'll you know we'll bring it back later and it'll be better uh when we get somebody more progressive but um i think that's a that's a bit of fantasy that uh things are going to get more progressive from here uh when, when we yeah when you have uh all these machinations working against progress right so yeah uh so a couple things, a couple things, uh, or a few things even. Uh, first off, the assumption that someone can maintain status quo and still be in any way friendly to progressivism is insane yep. because it's a basic under, a misunderstanding about how fucking time and progress work. Sure. Um, yeah, but uh, because because the world moves. And if you stay still while the world right. moves, and, and this is you're a conservative. Yeah, this, you're this conserving is, <laughs> something. This is something that um, I brought up a couple of times. I think you brought it up a couple of times, which is this is all a trajectory. It's it's in motion. Right. It's heading to some place. And if you do nothing well, yeah. to divert that trajectory, it's going to head to the same direction. It's just a matter of whether or not like uh, you slow it down for a moment in that trajectory. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the fundamental things I always say when I get like too in the nitty gritty in philosophical terms for this podcast, probably. But it is that uh, we should view things as processes rather than objects, for sure. right? Yeah, yeah. Because things are always inherently in progress things are always on trajectories uh and and yeah so so i mean keeping that in mind that any kind of trajectory that stays still is a trajectory that moves backwards uh uh, because that's how uh, conserving against entropy works um but in addition you know so so the the general or the strongest application of these these new kind of rulings are within what? What was it? A, a hundred miles of the border? Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? And if you look at a map of what that looks like, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Uh, especially if you live in a border state, like uh, you know. John, John, I, actually, could you could you just look up a hundred yeah. mile border? Uh, and right. And- uh, I coming from California, Mike being in California. Sorry to dox you. You're you're fucked now. Everyone knows where you are. Uh, but, uh, yeah, hundred mile border zone right there. Yeah. But California is mostly hundred miles within the border. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty much, they have claim over California. Is there any way to like click on that? And so, yeah, like 50% of California. Yeah. Anyway, so 
So that's pretty terrifying. Or like literally all of Maine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like or Florida, which just seems really dangerous well, and makes sense. I mean, I mean, um, what what is what is like the the uh, the the sect that conservatives are always trying to put some kind of control measure on, right? Is Cubans. The coastal, no, the coastal elites. Oh. Right? <laughs> And the coastal elites exist in the coastal areas. And the reason that they're called coastal Mm -hmm. elites is because when you live in these coastal areas and you have these interactions with a lot of different cultures, uh, you end up becoming a little bit, at at the very least, more liberal. But also you might actually become a little bit of a leftist in a lot of degrees because you might be like, "Ah, it's kind of fucked up that we treat immigrants so shitty. Right. Right. You you interact with more people and so you begin to understand people. Yeah. So you begin to understand people um, and you begin to like understand maybe yeah. like a little bit more of a class politics versus just like uh general like uh ID politics uh that, that kind of serve a status quo. You you right. you, you get a little bit and, more and I'm not saying this is like a rule or anything, but it it's definitely more prevalent that all of these coastal areas are a lo- lot more left leaning than than the rest of the country. Yeah. No, for sure. And and in you know per the reasoning here Savannah, Georgia, Charleston and the funniest of them all, Myrtle Beach <laughs> yeah. are all border towns. Right. Right, like fucking insane. I love it. It sucks so bad that it's actually funny. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, yeah. I I had a third thing, but it's 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 dripped out of my ears after looking at how <laughs> fucking funny this map is. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's Joker face funny, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I'm like the Joker a, baby. We're we're fucked. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. It's just stupid. It's just everything is stupid. And and even that's that's the worst thing about our politics at this point. Uh, and for, uh, uh, I don't know, at least five or six decades now, probably forever, is that the dumbest, the dumbest shit that we do still has smart reasoning behind it by people who are awful and evil. Uh, yeah. But but they they push it through because dumb fucking people are willing to accept it uh and so we we're able to like kind of gesture them away as being dumb especially like you know upper middle class folks really love to do that where it's like oh the republicans are so stupid why don't they understand what they're doing it's like no they fucking they get everything that they're doing like well, they yeah, get I mean, it that, there are dumb ones you know but... that, that's why you know I, I i initially brought up like we really need to like yeah we can say mansion is stupid and stinky but he's not stupid he's he's stinky for sure he's not stupid he he is running a very shrewd political operation that understands how power works and how and how you uh you achieve what you actually want to do with yeah. political power uh Mitch McConnell, you can't like look at any of his quotes and and say, oh, this is an intelligent person unless you understand that the the operation he's running is so dishonest that the best he can do is just appear stupid. Right. Right. Because because you can't like it's, it's so dishonest to the point where you're like, 
I don't know, you shit your pants. Everybody can smell it. Everybody can see the lump in your in your trousers. And you're saying, uh, no, I didn't shit my pants. I think you actually shit your pants. And uh, everybody's going like, no, no, you shit your pants. We can see it. And uh, I mean, that's yeah, that, that's Sorry. really all it is, is is just this game of of like, how obtuse can I be to the reality of things? To a point where people can't even like actually discuss anything with me anymore, but I still maintain the power that that this position gives me, right? Because then, they don't yeah. have any reproach. And I mean that's yeah. that's the that's the thing with with a map like this, which is why I think it's so useful for people understanding how this kind of thinking works. Which is just that okay, so in order to understand the the conservative movement in general. You need to know that Charlottesville and Washington, D.C. are border towns in their mind. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, because technically, I guess so. And the fact that you're able to argue that at all makes it so that they will. Well, it shares the border with the uh, the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean, which we yeah. all know. To be communist <laughs> well the atlantic ocean is that that's the most that's the most politically dangerous sea in the world because it connects you to europe yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. as opposed to the pacific which uh connects us to uh countries we're nothing fighting, troubling uh for yeah. no reason really actually um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the, so good night take your medicine take we're not what? done get the fuck yeah. out of here didn't uh, didn't Mansion promise to retire? Uh, yeah, probably. But, I, mean, I think he he reneged on that. Uh, yeah, honestly. no, I was gonna because because uh, we're, because you were talking about uh, uh uh him being smart because it took heat off of him. Because I remember that. Yeah, 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 I remember I remember a bunch of heat coming off of him when he said that. Oh, well, this is my last term in, in Congress so, so, anyway, right? You know, or a, the a Senate lot, or whatever this, he's fucking in. A lot of this hinges on on the. Uh, the media apparatus of things, right? Which which is incredibly fickle, doesn't have any guiding notion, right? It's it's not uh, trying to deliver to you a coherent narrative that that shows you how your rights are being removed. It's just uh, sporadically reaching out here and there and saying, "Oh my God, this thing happened. That thing happened." Oh, Mansion, who is the bad guy, says he's going to retire, and then it moves on from that to a different thing. And yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's completely unfocused. And this idea that there should be unbiased media is really just a trick of uh, the the power structure. Um, there there should right. not be unbiased media. There there should be incredibly biased media that is giving you, uh, you know, what we do here, which is uh, uh, propaganda to a certain extent, but but like. Uh, propaganda that says, "Hey, uh, you're being assaulted on all these fronts, and you should pay attention to that." So I'm 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 mixed on that. Uh, ultimately, I think we agree. Um, but then there are there are characters. So there there are ultimately characters that are more neutral, but ultimately you can see where their politics are. Sure, and I think that's that's ideally where most of this lies right like there should be two types of political commentators and by the way guys 
you get your news from us, that's that's fun and thank you, but don't don't do that. Uh, Disagree but, hard. <laughs> but, but but the two types the two types are Matt Taibbi's, uh, and and Chris Hedges, uh, right in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and no, these are two acceptable versions in my mind. Where oh, yeah. Matt Taibbi's are like, let's be as neutral as possible about absolutely everything, but in the end. You see where their politics lies. You know, it's not quite as bad as like Glenn Greenwald or something, but like you see what he's saying and he's trying to be as neutral as he can be. And there's some like kind of there's a political bent in there somewhere. Well, but it's not what he's always hitting you in the face with. And then you have Chris Hedges is where it's like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. But it's still like journalism. Anyway, I I would say rather than the word neutrality with somebody like Matt Taibbi, I would use honesty. Objectivity? Yeah, objectivity, honesty, honesty uh, something like yeah. that. Um, where he... Well, but, but, but that's, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Is, is that... Um, you, you can't be genuinely honest or objective unless you're trying really fucking hard to be for sure yeah. uh and frankly and quote me on this i don't try very hard to be like <laughs> i don't give a shit sure yeah, uh well, i we'll i would rather yeah yeah and like i i don't want to lie to anyone and per my memory i don't think that i really have on this podcast like lied to people uh but fuck it dude like if it meant that we were gonna go to war with uh, china and they were gonna melt us all into into silver pellets and then shoot us into space or something conspiratorial maybe i would i don't fucking know there are limits <laughs> there are fucking limits and 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 really i mean the more important thing that any kind of my like political orientations is the fact that um is is it funny or not yeah <laughs> right like though Huge that's that's even more important uh but but yeah so 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 there's all of that 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 exists uh because of the the format that this is right like we're not a news show we're we're people who are funny who fart out of their mouths who also tell you things that are important and generally i think have relatively decent opinions we have the same legal defense as tucker carlson so don't bother suing us (laughs) exactly yeah or sue me but make a really big deal of it in the media Uh, because it'll be funny (laughs) it will be funny exactly um so I don't know. I did like, yeah, yeah. It's just different, different types of media, different types of like levels of honesty expected. I'm not going to do the John Stewart thing either, where it's like, I'm actually just a comedian uh, as if we could be compared to someone with his platform. But um, no, because we're way in the end of, right. I am actually way funnier than John Stewart. I'm just not as handsome. <laughs> or just not uh, as popular because people like right. shit. Sorry. I actually, I still I'm going to be honest about something. Oh, buddy. It sucks and he's wrong a lot. And he's wrong in kind of frightening ways. But I've been listening to John Stewart's new program 
because John Stewart is the one of these people because he's the oldest, really, yeah. in multiple senses right. that I don't hate. Like, I don't watch John Oliver or anything like I avoid that shit. But but John Stewart. I check out his his dumbass show that is actually really fucking boring. Uh, what's it called? It's the, the problem with John Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've seen multiple episodes of it. I haven't watched all of it because I'm not a total psychopath. And sure, um, really coming off that way. Right. And it it sucks. But it doesn't suck that bad. Yeah. That's like fair enough. It's you, if you listen to it with a critical eye, because you listen with your eyes. <laughs> right. It's yeah. it's OK. Good. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, we have two more links to get to. Uh, so, John, if you could go to the second. Uh. Uh, we, we've, uh, you know, the um, the January 6th hearings are going on. Uh, we're hearing a lot about the uh, the brave Capitol Police. <laughs> oh, God bless them. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's there's a lot of crime that I saw. Can I can I really quickly before we even get into this? Sure. I don't mean to flex. Oh, okay. All right. I was on a date last night. You already know because I told you Ow. about it. I know. Because it's the only name? date I've ever been on. <laughs> uh, uh, John McCain. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> I fucked his brains out. Um, <laughs> already out. Yeah. Um, but no, so I, I, I had a date last night and uh, this is a person that's progressive in wisconsin which isn't unheard of but you know it's nice when it happens right so they don't uh, know about the podcast yet all right go on they do oh, which no. is weird <laughs> so they, they don't listen <laughs> they'll never listen i Good. hope uh but uh but one of the things that they ended up mentioning because i i mentioned how at first i had the week off from this stupid fucking podcast that i do that i hate about <laughs> politics yeah <laughs> and she was like, oh, this is a weird week to take off for that. And I said, yeah, no, actually, that's true. And I was thinking about abortion, right? Like the obvious thing, yeah. I think. But she, again, a person with a pussy and or vagina and womb, a person with ovaries. Unconfirmed on all fronts, I, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> was not concerned about that that was not the thing that they were they were like why are you taking this week off you can't do that they were talking about the january oh, 6th Jesus. thing oh my god which oh. triggered the shit out of me <laughs> yeah it was just like uh oh okay i see where all the political alignments are now uh anyway she was very charming and if she ever listens to this uh sorry like you, <laughs> you your opinions are heck and valid 40 pretty good <laughs> um <laughs> so uh we we've been hearing a, a bunch about uh uh you know and and this is one of the reasons that i'm like kind of anti I'm not anti uh, people being held accountable for January 6th and what happened there. I'm just anti people being held accountable. I <laughs> there, think, there, I, I think a, we should all drag our asses across all well, the carpets of the world. So I, I think there's there's like a, a distinction that needs to be made, which is the Department mm. of Justice 
is investigating and actually has some power to hold people accountable for what was really just like a clown show of crimes that happened on January 6th. <laughs> to call it a coup is like really giving it way more credit than it deserves. Uh, and why I think the Democratic Party is trying to call it a coup is because they really kind of want to institute their own power in a certain way uh, because they had this threat. And and yes, there was there was kind of a real physical threat in this moment. Yeah. Uh, but like also uh, Congress has the ability to like. Make the Capitol Police do stuff. <laughs> And it's not yeah. like they didn't know that this was coming. Uh, like, like so, everybody knew this. <laughs> so yeah, I so so pause pause for a second, which is that. So my biggest issue in in terms of the January sixth thing is that I have a kind of I have a mixed impulse, right? Which is that, yeah, it would probably be be good to minimize it to a certain degree because I think that a bunch of these fucking people getting sent to jail and then using that as an excuse like we used with 9-11 is a fucking nightmare. And so, like, I don't want to make a really big deal about it. But also, I think we should maybe actually make a really big deal about it so that we're we're able to understand that uh, you could... In Minecraft, right. simply yeah, yeah, yeah. walk into any fucking building you want with <laughs> right. a machine gun. Yeah. Like, you can just fucking do it <laughs> right. if you want to. And then you can smear shit all over Nancy Pelosi's desk or whatever the fuck you do. Uh, like, these are all possibilities. <laughs> Granted, you'll probably be arrested. You'll very likely be killed if you're holding a machine gun. But, but you'll always respawn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, th- this is actually something that, you know, I- I'm in a lot of group chats. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> not trying to flex oh or anything, but I'm in a lot of group chats. And one, one of the things that I said in one of the group chats I'm in earlier today was if we should have learned anything from the Trump presidency, it's that the law is really only like uh, words on paper and the actual way that law is applied is like... How many people in power did you have on your side? Uh, yeah, like making things happen uh, because you won't actually be held accountable if you have the right people on your side. I mean that that's really kind of the lesson of of the entire foundation of America, right? Is the uh, uh, <laughs> you know we we do this little rebellion against the 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 colonial English powers, and uh, you I know, mean. Now it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And how cool would it be if, uh, you know, in my all of this is established. <laughs> right. All of this is established again on, uh, you know, the amount of people in power. What if there was, uh, uh, I don't know, like a mobile vulgus. Exactly. Right. A mob, if you will. Um, right. Yeah. If you want to be vulgar about it. I, I do. Uh, so, so uh, uh, again, going going back to the uh, Capitol Police, which which are brave heroes. We we've heard uh, nothing course. but how brave the Capitol Police were on January sixth. Um, uh, yeah. John, could you go ahead and just play this clip. Uh, 
this is the Capitol Police responding to uh, protests against abortion uh, rights being uh, uh, overturned. For the listener, it's uh, it's a SWAT team wearing uh, comic book body armor yes. <laughs> uh, and holding giant yeah. clear shields. Right. Yeah. No. It is. It is like a, they straight up look like a, like a riot police out of like a like a nineteen eighties comic book. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. This is this is Judge Dread Roman Legionnaires. I mean, <laughs> if you look at the guy closest to the to the camera here. He's got like a uh, pitted armor on, like it's it's like form shaped armor, uh, right? Which is really funny, actually. Yeah, that really, rules. Really, weird. that's really funny. Like their their boots are studded. Uh, I mean, th- these are <laughs> these are really just kind of like these are typical jackboot thugs from from like a cyberpunk uh, <laughs> like novel there's 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 people further back and while they have visors they're still wearing their oakleys yeah 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 like course. it rules it's yeah. fucking good dude like a comical display of uh, uh authoritarianism uh, and again dude, how these, funny these... would it be to be one of those guys like to just just let go just <laughs> yeah. let go and be <laughs> a fucking guy to, wearing to, oakley's uh, and a visor and pitted fucking armor and studded boots and just fucking wander through the street beating the shit at, a, at some fucking like yeah. just 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 yeah. innocent woman like, and, like, and just like fucking, you're, you're playing uh, a D campaign from the wrong side where every creature yeah. you encounter you can just beat uh, right. with, without impunity because there's no gods, there's no masters just out there in the wilderness. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, it's it's, it's, it's a more better. vicious version. Is it sorry? I, I was gonna say it's got to be better than uh, you know, uh, or more fun than uh, than beating your spouse because you know, yeah, forty percent well, only sixty percent of them do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, but you know, <laughs> so they, gotta, they, gotta, them do they gotta sit around and listen to them cry for days after. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a more vicious, more uh, satisfying version of playing GTA. Yeah, right. Um, so so uh, th- this is what uh, the Democratic Party has been uh, empowering. Actually, is the Capitol Police uh, very heavily uh, through legislation and other means, and also the fact that like, oh, our brave Capitol Police were the only thing standing between us and uh, the thing we knew was coming, and they didn't prepare for. Um, and so we we have to uh we have to fund them more even though we understand that their budgets are like completely inflated over what they actually need they could have protected the capital on January 6th but they didn't do anything to prepare for capital defense on January 6th even though they had like ample warning uh, and all this other sort of stuff uh but the the case right. where they do actually mobilize in a real way to protect something is when the court overturns a right that uh uh the the right uh, that they've overturned has massive public support and is wildly unpopular to be overturned um so interesting how this is how it mobilizes how how uh, the capital police are actually put into power um not much more to say about it than that other than like it's it's you know a, a huge misstep if you're a leftist, and uh, here I'm disagreeing with a lot of prominent leftist voices, I think, uh, 
it's it's a huge misstep as a leftist to put a lot of stock into the January 6th stuff as if it's not rehabilitating a bunch of uh, Republican careers. Uh, Mike Pence is being hailed as a hero yep. in these. Yep. Uh, we're going to hang him. Yeah, we're yeah. going to hang Mike Pence. And, and honestly, based. If they would have fucking yeah. hanged Mike Pence, I would have fucking jacked <laughs> off to the pictures. I don't care. Same. same. I'm gonna jerk off to the thought of it. Oh yeah. That, imagine that 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 blue skin with that white white hair. Yeah. Talk exactly. about a thin blue line, am I right? Yeah. Um, and and then you know uh, rehabilitating somebody like Liz Cheney, whose whose uh, you know political career is rife with massive amounts of corruption. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, 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 support the iraq war as a uh, advisor when she was an advisor at the time um you know this this whole january 6th thing is is really just kind of like rehabilitating a bunch of moderate republicans uh putting that in quotation marks um and and really just lending a lot of credibility to giving more power to uh oppressive uh structures of the state rather than like affirmative or or uh, like beneficial powers of the state uh it's really just saying yeah we got to give the police more power um these uh these republicans who we do disagree with of course we have some we have some very uh philosophical disagreements with but however they're the rational part of the republican party uh, even though they've been completely irrational for their entire careers, you know, Mike Pence right. has uh, funded, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, gay, gay conversion, conversion therapy. therapy. Right. Um, yeah, Liz Cheney, again, a huge part of the Iraq war. Uh, like put, putting this emphasis on January 6th and, and, you know, calling it a coup attempt uh, really just kind of like, breaking the mold of reality um isn't doing anything to help us we should not take uh especially the congressional inquiry into it seriously the only inquiry into it that's that matters is the judicial inquiry into it and even they're not going to really do much because it turns the, out a lot no. of the judiciary kind of agrees with them the only inquiry that should matter here is people on the right side of politics taking notes about what was difficult to breach and where exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, this, this really all works in service of fascism. Uh, yeah. And, and I can't state that quite enough. I think um, there, there's no left gain out of pursuing January 6th. Uh, it's, it's only serving this cabal of power essentially um, i mean the the best left way of of using it is to point out what fucking clown ass idiots all these people were sure yeah and how bad but, they were doing this stuff and how we shouldn't worry about it at all so that uh you know things can happen in, in video well, games well i think the, <laughs> you know part part of why i think uh the intrusion was allowed to the degree, degree that it was allowed because it, half the people were cops, <laughs> right? Half the people were cops, but also, uh, I think I think there's a there's a little bit of a happy accident, and I don't know how intentional this whole thing is uh, to a degree, because it's kind of impossible to like uh, m make a determination on that. But you know, you you've got the more progressive side of the Democratic Party, which which might be against. Uh, 
uh, heavier policing, right? You, you know, your AOC. But they're all pro-Israel now, for some reason. Right. Uh, Sorry, and, weird. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it kind of ties in. Uh, you, you know, you get your AOCs, your Ilan Omars, and and that sort of thing. And when you give them an actual physical threat to their safety, what do they have to fall back on other than the like empowering the Capitol Police and right. through that empowering all police because you can't just say, oh, we're only going to empower the Capitol Police without empowering all other police forces. Uh, so, so Look, ladies, just buy a gun. Well, yeah, I, I mean, what it's really done is it's just kind of like uh, 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 funneled uh, the progressive side, the progressive side, putting that in quotation marks. Uh, it's yeah. it's funneled them into being uh, uh, complicit with this power structure grab, right? Like it's 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 made them a part of wanting to empower the police, even though they're like campaign sort of uh, uh, promises are like. We're gonna defund the police and and reinvest in other things that may uh, uh, better help the community. Um, now, now you've uh, you basically forced their hand so that the, for their own physical safety, they have to empower the police. Um, also, say that uh, one of the better ways to uh, to avoid palingenic politics. Uh, so any kind of politics that's super conservative or believes in returning to a past point of, of of greatness or anything like that is to give up the argument that you're progressive because things don't progress actually. Yeah. And that uh, it's always been a rational thought to say that like, I don't know what's something crazy. Uh, black people are people. Uh, oh, women they have their own bodies <laughs> yeah. crazy like insane thoughts like that uh that that you know that we're we're all willing to admit are about progressing into the future you know yeah uh and not just things that are just fucking true um so just a little rhetorical flourish there for sure um yeah uh so um normally we try to end with some some palate cleanser sort of stuff and no and this was the best i could do it's it's not great <laughs> but uh uh immediately after uh the the decision was made by the supreme court uh democratic party uh officials started sending out texts for fundraising uh nancy pelosi of course, of course being one of, course. of them and you know this this really just kind of underscores the point that uh they've never been serious about codifying uh, uh abortion rights uh they're they're only ever interested in abortion rights as a way to fundraise as a way to campaign um so now now that abortion rights have essentially been lost for a great portion of america uh Nancy Pelosi immediately sends out this email. Um, can you chip in fifteen dollars? <laughs> uh, I I got a text from uh my my local representative Mike Levin, um, asking how I feel about the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and uh, 
asking me for some input and uh, I gave him some input, which was to say that I think you guys uh, just run on this issue so that you can run on this issue and, and uh, 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 fundraise off yeah. of it. And you guys don't actually want to fucking fix it. And if, if my girlfriend ever fixes me, then I'll be fixed and she'll have to leave me. Right. Well, and, and that's, you know, that that's really kind of the ultimate point of this conversation is bro is something that has a pretty strong economic impact, but only on a downward facing, uh, uh, sort of view, Dog. right? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all, it's all, uh, it's all yoga. No, it, it, it only restricting abortion rights only hurts poor people. Right. Um, yeah. and, and really what this kind of all boils down to is, is, uh, whether or not people in power ever suffer the consequences of, of, a, of an abortion ban. They, they don't. Um, and, uh, shoot, where was it? Kind of forgot where I was going with this, but basically, you know, they, they like to fundraise off of this. They like to keep this again, you know, as, as like the, the sword of Damocles in the back of your mind, if you don't elect us. Uh, this is going to start cutting you. Um, and now that it's starting to cut us, they're like, oh, what, what actually needs to happen is you need to give us more money so you can uh, so that we can campaign harder on this issue and uh, still never codify it because we have never made an attempt to codify it. Um, yeah, the money, the money's for more string to hold up the sword. Exactly. That's, that's really kind of all it is. <laughs> yeah. Take dad's medicine, uh, drink mom's scotch. Uh, good night. We love you. Touch my off. balls. Don't, don't, don't stare at your grandma too hard. Yeah, yeah don't, don't use her, her <laughs> pussy hairbrush. If you find yourself in the dream world and you see your grandmother, run away. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, bro, if it's a river and a swimming pool, you're in trouble. Yeah. And definitely don't write a book about it. Yeah. 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 Keep um, it to your fucking self, fucking sicko. Danko, before we go, uh you wanna pitch truncata? Uh yeah. So go to Spectrum Store right now on Instagram <laughs> and check out no, like Spectrum Store, genuinely. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh they're a uh they are a um uh a publication out of Milan uh that I did an interview with uh last week, I think it was, uh that you can check out. Uh that's all written out as well. Uh it, they mixed up two interviews, uh one with another person, one with me, and they kind of intermixed them. It's it's kind of an interesting read. Uh, so check them out. Uh also check out again Operaciones uh on uh on instagram because i am uh operaciones editorial yes i think is what editorial. their instagram is dot editorial thank you uh so because uh mike and i are continuing to work on uh stuff for them and uh i've been speaking with one of the publishers or the editors over there and it's uh exciting so check them out again they make really beautiful books especially if you are a spanish speaker uh they're uh, very cool uh and then check out truncata uh so our uh, weekly uh, workshop as well as a podcast that's being recorded this weekend. Finally, after some scheduling conflicts, uh, we're going to be talking about William Faulkner's As I Lay Dying. Uh, so um, 
yeah, check out Truncata. So patreon.com slash Truncata, T-R-U-N-C-A-T-A. Uh, we're looking at the uh, the poetry of Paul Ceylon uh, this uh, weekend. Uh, and the next weekend, we'll be back to our erotica workshop hosted by Laura Nicholson. Uh, Laura Nicholson on, uh, on Instagram. Uh and uh, then we'll be back to me talking about fascism the week after. So blah, 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 blah. Enjoy all that. Thank you. I love you. Wonderful. Show me your butthole. Don't do that. Um, Just Mike. <laughs> uh, as always, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon is and always will be a free broadcast. However, if you would like to support this broadcast, uh, please go to patreon.com slash Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Uh, you can give as little or as much as you like. Um, I will be up front in saying that it doesn't give you anything special uh, because, you know, we're uh, collectivizing this shit. Um, we're, we're badass little anarchists and stuff. Uh, so, you know, uh, if you yeah. want to support this, uh, if you like what we're doing, please do so. Uh, it, you know, um, no, no requirement, no expectations. Um, John, were you going to say something? I was going to say we've already cut the benefits to our listener. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. We've cut the yeah, so benefits gonna, to our employees as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Real lost deer over here. Um, <laughs> But uh, with all that being said, I don't expect much. Yeah. Yeah. With all that being said, uh, we love you. Please take your medicine. Please. uh, Please take mine, too. Wow, that was heartfelt. Yeah, super heartfelt. And uh, save from some for your friends. Same, same from from Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I've muted us at this point. My 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 my, my dentures started to fall out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I see <laughs> you, you got pelosed. And the audio. Is- <laughs>